Kick Out Crew. James L. Corai. Brad Stanton. Coach Rosie. Adam from Bill. Mike Whitaker. Devin Dowling. The Kick Out Crew Podcast. Available on all major podcast platforms. And watch videos exclusively on YouTube. Fuck yeah! Uh, <laughs> welcome to episode 33. Sorry, I've been told that I cussed enough. So uh, welcome to the Kick Out Crew, episode 33. My goodness, uh, we're going to have a good episode today. But let's backtrack a little bit to JB Games' episode. I want to thank him for being on. And uh, I want to thank all the women for sending me DMs all the time. I'm sorry I haven't answered them all, but hey, I'm a busy man. I'm a busy man. And, uh, you know, also want to thank uh, all the positive feedback for everybody else. And, uh, you know, it's your show, so uh, let us know uh, what you want to see moving forward, I guess. But uh, we got a very special episode. Obviously, we have a uh, special guest with us, but uh, we'll get to her, I guess, after uh, Brad rambles, because I've rambled enough. So, uh, Brad. Take it away. So um, everybody knows now that we had a couple in a can and we recorded both of those last episodes before <laughs> Thanksgiving. And now Thanksgiving's obviously over and we're well into December. But let me just tell you a little bit about some things that annoy me. So I, I took a trip to my parents' house. They live in Western Pennsylvania. I've definitely mentioned this before. Uh, and everybody knows I work at a car dealership. And one of the nice perks about working at a car dealership is they'd give you a car to drive. So I took home a Volvo, a seven-passenger Volvo. Now, here, here's the thing. I'm a pretty simple guy, and I barely could figure out anything in this car to begin with. There's actually an electronic button to open up the glove compartment. That took me 10 minutes. I still don't know how to work the heat. But one thing for sure that happens on this trip is that a Volvo keeps you in the lane you're in on the highway. So I'm driving, and... I'm telling you, I get a little too close to a truck. How does everybody feel about that? They get a little over, right? No, no, no. The Volvo says, you get back there. You get back there right now. So this was driving me up a wall and stressing me out because it was just keeping me close enough to this truck that if this truck moved over, Volvo's gone and I'm gone. That's the first thing that happened. Second thing is, why? what is with these trucks? I, I mean, first off, you got one in the left lane, one in the right lane. One's going 61 miles an hour. One's going 62 miles an hour. And they block you for eight miles. Guys, just whip them out and get it over with, okay? Find out. Let's just find out once and for all. And just get out of the way. It's it's a 70 mile an hour, miles per hour. That's how fast you're allowed to go. You're going 61 and 62 and blocking both lanes. No good. All right, so let's talk about the stuffing. I love (laughs) stuffing. I love stuffing that is inside of a turkey. Inside of a turkey stuffing is the best stuffing. But I got a question. Now, then I started saying, do I really have a question? Because it is called stuffing. So it, technically, you're supposed to stuff it in something, right? 
But if you really look back into the history of stuffing, why in the world are we sticking bread up of a turkey's ass? And why is that okay? Why, but why is it so delicious? And whose idea was it? All right, you know what? Let's take the, let's take the bread and let's stick it up the turkey's axe, put it in the oven, and just see what happens. Damn, this is good. This is good. So then it takes me to another thing. Who was the first guy to drink milk? How thirsty was that guy? Now, this is what I want to believe. This is what I want to believe. Obviously, nursing, nursing a baby goes back to the beginning of cavemen and everything like that. But that caveman said, well, if you can get it out of there, you could definitely get it out of that cow. And who went up there? Who took the first sip? How did that go? How sick was that guy? And there was no water around? He needed to have that milk? I, I can't. I can't. I, that, that's gross. That's gross. Now, if you look back to the history, so I said, all right, let me, before I make an ass of myself on the show, let's look back in the history of milk. There's no talking about that first guy. There's talking about the first pasteurization, okay? All right, that's what they're talking about. But someone had to say, there's milk in there, and it's for me, and I'm drinking it. <sighs> anyway, uh, finally, just want to give a shout out, even though Mike's an asshole. Just want to give a shout out to RJ and reffing it up with Brian Hebner. Uh, excellent episode with Vince Russo. Loved every minute of it, guys. So that's it, James. Picking it back to you. Mike's an uh, asshole. <laughs> I was under the impression that you were just going to be like, hey, Brooke, welcome to the show. I was not aware that. Hey, let's talk about milk first. <laughs> and uh, before the show aired, it was a little, uh, you know, I'm going to be, you know, cordial and blah, blah. Five minutes in, bread up turkey's asses. <laughs> so, hell yeah, Brad. That's me being polite. That's me being polite, bro. Sorry. Hey, it's a question that had to be asked. <laughs> well, oh, uh, before we get going, I guess I'll uh, welcome the Brooke to the show. Brooke is from uh, our WHW What Happened When uh, family, and uh, you know, friend of the show, fan of the show, and hell, it's her show anyway. So, Brooke, you know, introduce yourself to the people. What's going on, guys? I have been called the first lady of what happened when, but um, no, I, I'm Brooke. I'm from Shreveport, Louisiana, um, and you may know me as Tony Shivani's adopted daughter, and um, has changed my life 100%. I uh, just got back from Thanksgiving with the Shivani's, and um, it's everything that you think it is. When they say there's drama, oh, there is. There is some drama, and uh, but it was fun. It was... Uh, Lois is very uh, Lois, and Bug is Bug. Okay, meeting Bug for the first time, just like as you can see, he's on my shirt. He's he's so adorable, but he doesn't want to hang out with anybody but Tony. So that kind of broke my heart. So other than that, uh, we got to go to the Wrestle Cave a little bit, and um, that was tony would he was so nice he would like introduce us to every single wrestler that was there so like i got to meet everyone that you can think of and um it was just it was so cool and i wish i didn't leave it was that awesome but yeah no um there's not not much to talk about me i'm pretty boring i'm probably the most boring person ever but um i just want to thank james for having me on this show <laughs> i didn't think i was worthy enough to be on the oh, show it's your show it's no your show. no it, it is the james elkrise show no god do not say that <laughs> please 
the the opinions expressed you know yeah our fans are gonna love that thank you james i just want to say real quick you are probably when i met you i met you twice and you're probably like one of the most genuine nicest person you too brad mike and eh, whatever no i'm just kidding you're off <laughs> too right and adam from bama he's in his own world but james like you are so nice and Thank you. you. You need you. You're gonna go far in life. I know that much. She was gonna say you need a nice girl, but she changed <laughs> the last minute there. <laughs> DDP. I can be your wing woman. We can make this happen, James. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you for the kind words. You know? no, no. These I mean, guys pick on me all the time, so it's good to hear some positive. Leave James feedback. alone. He's a good guy. Thank you. Oh, That's what his boy. dad told us. That's my boy yeah. right here. Hearing about it. <laughs> yeah, we hear from his dad all the time. <laughs> Well, uh, welcome to the show, Brooke. Thanks for that. You can come back anytime. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, man. Hey, just call if they're picking on you, just be like, just call me in. I'll swoop right in for you. Thank you. Hell yeah. Appreciate that. Thanks. Uh, you know, can't wait to we're gonna have fun today for sure. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of fun, Devin, what you got for us this week? All right, so. A lady that I work with, her father recently, he plays lottery tickets all the time. He's one of those people that every time he goes in a grocery store, he's coming out with a handful of them. So the other day, he spent $2 and won $5,000 on a lottery ticket. Okay. I want to up it a nice. little bit. If you guys were to play a lottery ticket and win a million dollars, what would you do with the million dollars? Quit my job and flip off everyone on the way out. Straight up. And then uh, done, hope I... that I have something to sustain that money. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Millions, not a lot. Like It's, like, it's plenty. It's, it's not a lot to live on forever, yeah. obviously. It definitely changed my life, for sure. Yeah, things would definitely be different. I probably would still go to work the next day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just hate my job, though. So that's the thing. Oh, like, I just no idea. double fucking everybody. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Hey, hey, never again. See you never again. You know, that type of stuff. I hope your coworkers listen. Believe it or not, we were talking about this the other day, and I said, yeah, I'd come to work for a million. And the other, the kid in front of me said he would leave for 25 grand. Well, but, I mean, if you invest it, that's a different story, though. Make a business yeah. or something. So, um, but it would change. It would, I would do some stuff uh, for sure. I would have some fun, but I, I would, I don't know. I'd probably still be living in the same house. I probably have the same job. Can we have yeah, more money? I agree. Like Ten million? <laughs> no, one yeah, million. Ten million's different. Ten million, 10 million I'm million. quitting. Yeah. Okay. Give me five million, you got me. Not one. Yeah. Two. Yeah, one, one million. <laughs> Two. I'm going to work the next day. Well, no, I'm not. <laughs> what a bunch of assholes I'm not. we are. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking a day off. I'm taking a day off. I got to cash that check and swing the money yeah. a little bit. But I'm gonna I'm gonna take a day or two off. But just i'll pay off all my bills for a couple of years i ain't got nothing to worry about probably get ready to take a nice little vacation and invest in something that way i got some kind of money coming in man we are old we are You're freaking smart old. i am decisions young God man very wise <laughs> oh, i buy a couple nice sweaters you know <laughs> <laughs> what you broke what you got for a million <laughs> Oh man, I tell you, um, you know, honestly, I would uh, donate a lot to the animal rescues. That's like a big, big thing to me. 
like I would pay off my debt, like get a new car, but I would I would do a lot for like animal rescues around Shreveport. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Adam, you gonna join us today or you gonna answer I mean, any can y'all not hear me? I can now. Yeah, we haven't we talked yet, so Okay. Well, I guess Are you I'd diving or walking? I'd I'd give it all to charity. The entire million? No, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that. I keep half. <laughs> I'm just going to sprinkle it on charities. Yeah. I give half to my kids and I keep the other half. No idea. Tell them to get the hell out, huh? <laughs> yeah. Go play your own basketball games. Leave me alone. And hopefully nobody comes over to watch a pay-per-view that's going to interrupt you. Yeah, right? <laughs> that's a callback, huh? We know, we know right. what happens. Oh, man. Fun editing that one. <laughs> <For sure. laughs> and no more graduations either. Okay. <laughs> Dropping out of school right now. Well, I don't mind if anybody else graduates. I'm just not going to go participate because it makes me late for recording. Who's graduating uh, in, de in December 1st? Um, Probably Mike, one of Mike's kids. <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about. I'm, right. I don't know where it goes. I'm Dang, talking about my, my rant. I did drive oh, yeah. home that day. That was a long time ago. Call back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. Well, if uh, if I had a million dollars, I would uh, <laughs> I'd probably do much like Mike and go back to school. Or I'd go, give it to Sammy Guevara because he's my favorite. <laughs> I love Sammy Guevara. No, no. I'd go back to work the next day. I'd invest a lot of it. I'd pay off all my bills, my debt that I got right now, and probably go back to school, get another degree, keep going. Get all the degrees, yeah. huh? <laughs> get <them> all. <laughs> I'm only halfway through two, so I kind of want to go back. Hell yeah, that's one total, you know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right? Man, uh, I need to know now. Five equals one. What are the degrees that you're halfway through? Uh, halfway through sports management. And halfway through electrical engineering. Okay. Awesome. Oh, there you go. Two completely yeah. different things. <laughs> Are you gonna have to use computers in your electrical engineering? Uh, yes, somewhat. All right. Ooh, cool, man. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Is that gonna be your learning curve? The uh, computer. Maybe we'll have Tyler. Maybe we'll have Tyler take some of those classes for you. Yeah, so. for real. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler will have to do my homework, but yeah, that's just uh. Her, she was telling me about her father winning a lottery ticket, so it made me think of this topic, but I thought it'd be fun to talk about. So, back to you, James. Oh, well, hey, that was, uh, you know, I was like, what ifs if, uh, you know, the sum is money and all that stuff, because, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I don't even have one comma, let alone having two would be pretty awesome. <laughs> oh, you have one comma. <laughs> I didn't mean left it. But, uh, yeah, shout out to Tyler for uh, making us look stupid during that uh, Adam episode. That was fun, right? We all just like, hey. Yeah, and guess what? I said this week, and guess what? It's not. So, again, Tyler has dropped the ball. Yeah, Merry Christmas, motherfucker. Yeah. Anyway, uh, back to the show. Yeah, happy holidays. <laughs> yeah, fuck off. Thanks, Tyler. <laughs> for real. You're gonna, hey, you're going to be a man someday. <laughs> Might as well make it today. Time's of the essence, Tyler. So if you don't know who Tyler is, Brooke, Tyler, because uh, I know you listen to the show some of the time, he's our intern, and he has uh, dropped the ball 100% every single week. Mm, is he <laughs> y'all's Dave Silva, pretty much? Hey, hey, this is, yeah. yeah that's oh, a good okay. way to put it. All right. he, he makes Dave well, Silva he, look like something yeah. special. 
<laughs> he's supposed to be our Dave Silva. <laughs> I'm just that you guys have an intern. Like, he's more like our really Matt Coon, you know? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess it's time to, uh, you know, actually, Brooke, I want you to, uh, let's kick it to you about uh, today's agenda. You chose. I chose the big gold well, belt. The big gold belt. Yeah. Yeah. I, I chose that one because, like, I mean, I hate to sound like an, a girl, a pr- idiot, but it's the prettiest belt out there. Like, I've always thought the design is nothing touches it. Um, it's what I grew up with. I started watching wrestling back in like 1996, 97, when I was six, seven years old. And um, I just remember that belt was like larger than life to me. And um, when I think of the belt, I'm going to get hate for this, but I just, I don't think of Flair. I think of Goldberg and like Hogan when they had it in WCW. I, I, Brad, I know, I know. No, no, no not me. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> it's Mike. I'm just going to go no, ahead and Goldberg. say this. I'm, y'all are gonna hate me probably kick me out of the show i hate rick flair with a passion like i, I know i know Woo! i grew up i know i grew up adam came back to the show for that <laughs> oh, wow you don't even want to hear me go on a rant about rick flair. sweating <laughs> what I grew up, my mom always told me never end up with a guy like Ric Flair. Well, I buy that. I believe That's that. True. I, I, I mean, he'll tell you that. She <laughs> hated him. She would call him a dog, like every everything you can think of. So You're like when people are like, <laughs> when people talk about the big gold belt, I don't think of Flair. I'm just like, eh, I didn't really see him that much with that belt. But yeah, like I, I chose this belt because this is what I wish they would bring it back. And like the AEW belt now, it reminds me of the big gold belt. So yeah, enough of my Ric Flair rant. Unless you want to make that into an episode, we can do that. I'm just kidding. No, um, but yeah, big gold belt. Oh yeah, Brooke, my wife hates uh, Ric Flair as well. God, he is a dog. Like I remember growing up, I was like, ah, I wanted Sting to kick his ass so bad. Like you know, like what? Oh, oh, he- Okay, I'm not gonna get into rant. I could. Did you go to the Rick stuff? Did you go to the Rick stuff Top Guy weekend, or did you skip it? I went. I went because Patrick, right. Patrick <laughs> Lo- has his favorite wrestler. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We have fun with that. But no, when Rick was doing his thing, he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna outlive all my ex-wives." I'm like, "He's son of a bitch. Like, <laughs> I can't stand you." But um. Yeah, I get a lot of flack for hating on old Ricky. But I did get sad when I thought he was going to die. I got sad for a second. So there's hope. There's hope for him. Wow. Yeah. The nicest thing has ever been said. I got a little <laughs> sad before I, when I, I thought he was going to die. <laughs> but yeah, so today's agenda is the big gold belt. So uh, mm-hmm. kick it over to uh, Brad Mike and, uh, you know. Well, I don't need to say anything because... Brooke said it great. So, yeah. Mike, just give us a little bit of history of the big, a big goal. A little bit? I got a full page of this shit. All right. Because well. it was all over. <laughs> I'll do it quick, though. All right. So, the WCW World title came in January 1991 when Ric Flair defeated Sting to win the NWA World Heavyweight title. But it was recognized as the WCW World Heavyweight title. Flair would leave WCW July 1st of 91 over over creative uh, disagreement with Jim Hurd and go to WWF 
and he would take the big gold with him. On July 14th, WCW was forced to use a belt that Dusty Rhodes owned from Championship Wrestling from Florida, and it would have um, WCW World Heavyweight Championship on it. The big gold would return in night two as the NWA world title. By fall of 93, WCW would leave NWA for good and keep the big gold name and or name it the WCW International World Heavyweight Championship. <laughs> in June June 94, Flair would beat Sting to unify the WCW World Heavyweight title and the WCW International Heavyweight title, leaving the big gold as the World Heavyweight Championship. It would remain there until 2001 when WWF bought WCW. It would then be unified with the WWF title at Vengeance when Chris Jericho beat The Rock and Stone Cold on the same night. Break the wall down! <laughs> from 2006 and again from uh, yeah, from 2006 and then 2010 it was used as the WWF championship. And that's the big goal belt. Why, thank you, Michael. That Yay. was so nice. I was so confused reading all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you should have been on this side of it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet. Turn into whack a mole there for a second. Hey, Google it. Hey, <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, I guess we're talking about the big gold belt, and uh, you know, what better match to start with? My goodness, it is uh, Chris Jericho and Triple H from WrestleMania 18. It uh, took place March 17th, 2002, Sky Dome. In Toronto, Ontario, Canada, friends to the north, had an attendance of 68,237. Pretty big number. Remember that one for the next match. <laughs> uh, had a buy rate of 860,000. Try to remember that number also. Match length of uh, 1841. And uh, your boy Davey Dave and the Meltsy Bunch gave it three stars. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I'm... I'll speak my mind on this match as we move along, but, uh, you know, I guess uh, first, how did we get there, Devin? So, like Mike touched on a little bit earlier, Chris Jericho would unify the World Heavyweight Champion, the WCW Heavyweight Championship, and the WWF Championship by defeating The Rock and Stone Cold in the same night. A month later... Triple H would come back to the WWE from his torn quad and win the Royal Rumble. And that would literally set it up right there. Triple H is now the number one contender to face the heavyweight champion, which is Chris Jericho. Over the next few months, it would get like the tensions would heat up a lot as uh, Chris Jericho united with Stephanie McMahon Helmsley, who was Triple H's on air wife. Um, and then uh, like two weeks before, uh, the actual show of shows itself, WrestleMania. Chris Jericho would uh, accidentally run over Triple H's dog. And that would be the last straw for Triple H as he won retribution against Chris Jericho. 
anyway, oh, yeah. Um, that was good, Devin. So <laughs> I, Devin. I think in my I head, when you mentioned the Royal Rumble, I was like, ah, he actually went, you know, to the Rumble. Yeah, yeah. very, very important. Oh, yeah. Brooke, so I'm going right to you. And I think I know why, just by the way he finished that up. Why this match? Why'd you pick it? I chose this match because um, this is the time that I made the switch from WCW to WWE. And at the time, um, these were my favorite two wrestlers. Chris, Chris Jericho has always been my favorite wrestler since WCW. Um, my mom was obsessed with him because for different reasons, he could have been a stepdad, but I loved him for, I just loved how he, I love his character. I love that he evolved. So when he came to WWE, I was like, oh my God, he's going to be the big thing and Triple H. Um, I've just always loved Triple H. Like he was, he knew how to do a storyline. And I know this leading up to the match wasn't the greatest storyline, but I was just so happy for Chris Jericho to be in the spot he was. And the way they built up Triple H for him coming back from that quad I haven't been that hyped for someone coming back. I mean, he had the little U2 songs with his vignettes. It was a big deal, and it got me hyped up. So I thought this match, I mean, it's not the greatest match, I'm sorry, but I was just, at that time, this was the big match for me. I know it was the same night, what, as Rock and Hogan, and it didn't get the great feedback like it should have, but um, no, this at the time, these two wrestlers were huge to me, so it's always stuck in my head. So it had nothing to do with the dog? I do remember the dog. It was like a little bulldog. And yeah. I remember how cute it was at the time. I don't remember getting hit. It really, I didn't know yeah. that was part of the storyline. They like, didn't say he ran over it, but it was tied no. to the back of Chris like Jericho's car. And Chris Jericho flew out of the parking lot. And oh, Triple H man. went running after him to like end SmackDown. You like that, Mike? Huh? You like that? That made your day, didn't it? The dog getting hit. Oh. Right back. No, he did not. <laughs> he's not. He's laughing at one of his kids. I promise you. Um, I am. I got. Yeah. So, Devin, I'm going to go right back to you because you made a real big deal about it in the group chat. Who's this band introducing Triple H? Ah, oh, it was Drowning Pool. I thought. How are they? Never heard of the rock what? band Drowning Pool. Dev, no. You go. Tell me about them, Brad. Really? Really, Brad? I've been hearing about this for three oh, days. Devin, it's your it's your show. Let's go. <laughs> I, I I wasn't expecting to have to do a play by play on drowning. Well, it's in your notes. It's in your notes. Wow, they're good. They're they're good. What do they sing? Drowning Jesus, pool. name a song. Name, name one song. Uh, crawling. I don't know. That's that's a little boy. <laughs> How about a smack, SmackDown theme song? Uh, name geez. one song. Yeah, that's what I thought, Devin. All right, Mike. Even with this, you ready for a good time? Isn't that ACDC? Let the body hit the floor. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you. I didn't know if I was got to jump in and do a drowning. I didn't know this was going to be close. The whole goal there was to humiliate Devin. It worked. It wasn't for anybody else to step up to the plate. It was to humiliate Devin. So anyway, Mike. What did he do? Even with um, Triple H's connections at this time, did you ever think he'd be at the top of the mountain like he is now? Um, no. Tough no. one, huh? Because yeah. I, I still thought everything, you know, this way was kind of a warp. Like, it was part of the storyline, like them being married and all the other stuff, so. 
So, uh, you know, Triple H always comes out and he, you know, he has the water and he spits it out. I just want to know if anybody remembers this. The first night at the Performance Center during COVID, Triple H comes out yes, to no fans. All right. So everybody remembers. <laughs> and, they, the water bottle, and then the and guy with the from. mask takes it off him. That, that was just so great. I, I don't know why I thought of that, but it was one of those. Uh, we didn't know what we were getting into moments. Obviously, two years went by after that. But uh, anyway, it was funny. Adam. Why is there so much hate for Triple H, though? Because he was the cerebral assassin. He is known as the, I guess, the top bad guy. And plus, that's how they portrayed him on commentary. Plus, Whoa. everybody hates the best. That's how and we lost him, huh? Um, you back? Okay. All right, Brooke, I have something for you. What's yes. better, Jericho's entrance now? Or Jericho's entrance then? Oh man, because I loved his uh, the "Break the Walls Down" song. Mm, oh, yeah. I have to go with now because yeah. you can sing along with it. But he he's had that was the "Break the Walls Down." That was pretty legit. Song. He would come out and yeah, yeah that, would, that was awesome. Pretty good, but yeah, to now especially when he had both belts. He had both belts yeah. on each hand and mm -hmm. sing him out. He was a cocky. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, that yeah. glittery ass jacket it. thing. You know? oh, I love yeah. the little jackets he had. I would wear them. James, like we didn't know, we obviously don't remember the backstory here, and now we heard it from Devin. But were you surprised to see Stephanie walk out with Jericho? Uh, yeah, and then uh, you know, Jr. <laughs> calling her Jezebel like twenty-five mm -hmm. times before they even made it to the ring. I was like, I missed uh, what was going on here, and then uh, you know. She's going to take 50% of the game's assets. You know, all, this stuff. <laughs> all right. Missed whatever the hell is going on with this storyline. So I thought they were like, you know, the power couple thing. Right. It's pretty real tied here, though. Uh, by the way, James. Oh, it's my favorite, Stephanie. Who are the announcers, James? Well, the, the best. JR and the King. Jim Ross and uh, Jerry the King Lawler. Got a picture with them. Talk about weekend one. What's up? <laughs> Shout hey, out. Devin. <laughs> Devin, um, Brooke already brought this up, but I'm going to I'm going to mention it again because it is worth mentioning because of the night this is. This is the same night as Rock Hogan. Many say this should have been the main event. Do you agree? Uh, so by the hype alone, uh, probably. I went back and watched both matches, and Rock and Hogan stared at each other for like nine minutes before they even touched, the just because the crowd's going guy? insane. So, I mean, based off the hype. I'd probably do it. Icon versus Icon. I'd make that the main event, even though this is the championship match. So, Mike, you say, don't know that till after the pay per view, though. That's right. kind of a hindsight thing. Definitely a hindsight thing. And a, yeah. and a good good thing to look at here is if this say we're just watching this match for the first time, Mike, and we didn't we didn't know anything about any of the other matches on the show. Like it's kind of what we do. <laughs> yeah. Did you think the crowd? Did you think the crowd? Because we've seen this pay per view, but it's been twenty years, you know. <laughs> Mike, do you think the crowd was ready for this match? I think they were. They, I mean, they were hot. We had, uh, like uh, you guys were saying before, we had Rock Hogan, and then they had a Divas match in between to kind of mm -hmm. chill the crowd out. So when they came out, they were hot. And Triple H had that live band out there singing for him, like he does always, WrestleMania. You know, so he I always actually... has that big entrance. I actually forgot this was Rock Hogan night when I first started watching. I thought the crowd was ready. So yeah. then I was like, oh, wait a minute. It's that night. And then I'm like, boy, that crowd seems more ready than everybody always says they are. Uh, 
So big back. But we don't. Job. Well, even like now though, though we don't have a crowd now like we did back then. It's no. definitely different. Like it's a different era right now than what it was then, and it was hot back then. Like so you can tell. A couple things that were starting to happen in the match. We have a big back body drop by Triple H. Um, Adam, is the is this the peak of Jericho's career? And if not, what is? Is his ass frozen? <laughs> that or asleep? I don't, I don't know. He's, is, so this is what we're for those of you not uh, viewing this, which we hope you are. Adam right now looks like the kid in the back of his parents' car, listening to music or to his favorite podcast while he's on the trip. Oh, falling asleep. So anyway, we'll come back to you on that. And thanks for playing them. Um, two clotheslines by Triple H. Uh, Jericho throws Triple H out of the ring and poses. I mean, it looks. James, do you uh, do you like this as part of the Jericho character, the cockiness that comes with it? Uh, I mean, I get it, but uh, here's my opinion. Especially at the time, this is two heels fighting each other. Yeah. Like, I've always not been a fan of Triple H. He's a heel to me, forever a heel. I know he's had his face runs, and I've cheered him maybe once or twice, but he's like the the heel, in my opinion. And Jericho at this time, I thought was a heel, too, you know? Yeah, so, boy, what, what, like heel versus what, heel to me. Wasn't Triple H more of the face? He was. Yeah, because he just came back, and everybody, he's, like, freaked out. He just out, came back. Cool, yay, yeah. welcome back. Get your ass beat again. He, like, he won the Royal Rumble, everything else, like. Yeah. So, hey Brooke, was you it a heel versus heel? It was not heel versus heel. It was. I'm just saying, in my opinion, like <laughs> those are two guys. I don't. Yeah, they're heels to me. Brooke, what'd you think of Triple H's tan here? Of his what? I'm sorry. His tan wasn't it? Not. What'd you think of his tan? Was it? Oh, too Triple orange? H has always had like a good tan. Not too orange for you? Uh, I mean, like, I guess I'm just so instilled of seeing every wrestler orange. But it didn't bug me. Don't, I mean, yeah, he was a little overcooked, but <laughs> tan's better than my little pale face. So uh, we, we know what happened to Sting for a number of years. That's what we know yeah. for sure. <laughs> Adam, we, we, could... we know what happened to Sting when he wasn't tan. Yeah, see, Triple H wasn't playing that with Vince. <laughs> Adam, by any chance, did you hear the question that I asked you a few minutes ago? Let me ask watch, you. Watch Triple H is the best in the business. Okay, so um. I said, is this the peak of Jericho's career? And if it's not, what is? Uh, I don't want to say it's his peak, but it's probably top three because he pretty much hangs his hat on the beating Jer or beating Stone Cold and beating The Rock in the same night. So that pretty much, he hangs his hat on that. Just once, I want someone to say, this is it. This is the best. No, no. One, not three, no, not, not top five. five. <laughs> One. I, I want to go off of that because Great, I, think, right? I think every year, is Chris Jericho's best year? Oh, I think he—he's debut. Though. He's, he's somebody like him or hate him, he gets better and better and better. Monday Night Jericho. Right now, look look how over he is now. Twenty years later, look how over he is. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't like this Jericho Appreciation Society. I love it. Well, I love it. You do. I do. We uh, know you do. It's I mean, great. It's okay. Definitely not his best work. They're okay. Look, Brooke is on here because I was about to lay, no, <laughs> lay down on no, that. Oh, please. I enjoy Angry James. But it, Jericho is making his way through each era. He is. Back is in 96, he was doing Jericho. Yeah, Monday and Night Jericho. 2006. 
I mean, Jericho's Jericho. Whatever. He's, yeah. I like the last faction he was in. You know it, right, Devin? Yeah, Dang. the inner circle. There it is. Okay. Triple H throws Jericho off the top onto the outside of the suplex. Devin, was it too soon to get this Spanish announce table involved? <laughs> they're just they're getting it ready for later. It's never uh, it's never late. It's never a bad thing to prepare for later in the match. Mike, are you a fan of Stephanie's raspy voice here? Or is she just pretending to be her dad? What is going on? Like in this era, right? In this like, this match. <laughs> I'm I am a hundred percent fan of Stephanie McMahon, no matter what. She can scream at me all she wants. Man, I'm, I'm glad I didn't it. put her in it. Uh, we're not doing FMKs today, Brooke. I'm sorry, I can't do it with you here. It's, yeah, let's, let's <laughs> we're we're good. Let's we're good on this one. I need a week off. I'm saying my what? favorite Stephanie McMahon is this era right here. All right. Pretty good. Going? Yeah, she got a new asset. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. they had those gimmicks out there, didn't she? Nice. Uh, uh, Adam, this, was like have... 20, this was 20 years ago, so I was, what, 16, Seven. 17 years old? Well, I hope somebody paid her top overtime to hold those gimmicks in place. Hey, now. There you go. Waka, waka, waka. Adam, Jericho focusing on the leg. Do you like this strategy, focusing on a body part? Oh, 100%, because it sets up for your... Walls of Jericho, or especially like with DDP, always wrapping his ribs, everybody's focused on the ribs. So that's what you do. I mean, because you'll notice later on, Triple H was the same thing. Great. James. There's one point in the match. Oh, he's back. You'll see where he does the figure four on the pole. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I'll be at the, at the at the game here shortly, but there's one point in the match where the figure four is wrapped around the wrestling post, and they deliberately show Triple H and Chris Jericho around each other doing that. That's what I said. I, I agree with you. I was digging Bret Hart. Uh, James, I can't believe this is in here. I, I swear, I don't plan this. James, do you like Triple H better as a babyface or a heel? <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> anyway. I'm just saying, man, he's been like out of the reign of terror and all that stuff. Like, it really turned me off on him. And then, obviously, he was the authority, so he was like a heel again. You know what I'm saying? Heel. Yeah. He's been the heel. Yeah. So, Brooke, Earl Hebner is a referee here. And I've asked this on last week's show, but I'm going to ask you. Should he be in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, definitely. Is any refs in the Hall of Fame? No, that's yeah. what we're getting at. Um, he definitely should be in the Hall of Fame. Like, how many refs can you, like, he's one of the mainstream refs, like, that you can just name off. So, yeah, yeah, he should definitely be there. I think he's the ref I think about when I think of a ref. Exactly. Uh, I was about to say the same thing when somebody says, like, WWE referee is, oh, Hebner? Oh, Hebner? Like, that's like everybody's yeah. And, of course, name. no offense to our boy Mike Kyoto. I'm just saying it. I think Mike Kyoto would agree, actually. So, yeah. he's not really a... You know, you don't think he get too worked up about it. Triple H sweeping the leg of Jericho. Devin, where did uh, where did uh, Triple H get the name the game? I believe that it was an Owen Hart gimmick that Triple H kind of ripped off and stole for himself. Is that your final answer? I yeah, I think so. Because Mike Bobert's watching. You know, uh, he, uh, Ian's he are gonna... always watching up there in Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, believe me, I got some yins talk in the next match. Don't worry. <laughs> Figure four by Triple H, broken up by Stephanie. <laughs> Triple H pulls her up by the hair. Jericho flies into her. Triple H puts Stephanie in the ring. Mike, was there too much of hurting our poor little Stephanie here? No. She, no. she was getting involved. <laughs> She's getting the ball? She, involved. she oh. got involved. <laughs> okay, got it. She got some combo. Yeah. Well, while Triple Walker, H, Walker. <laughs> while Triple H is putting her, um, putting her in a pedigree, uh, drop kick by Jericho off the top. Yeah, was that a dangerous spot, Adam? Are you around or? <laughs> We're back. He's back in the exact same spot. <laughs> I would say if you have to jump over Stephanie and make sure you get that kick, and then like not yeah. land on her. And that definitely because you notice he jumps like pretty high and makes sure he like tucks in his knees like damn near all the way to his chest and then kicks oh i think i upset adam anyway uh <laughs> definitely um i thought it was a dangerous spot but it looks like they did it pretty safely wouldn't you say james yeah yeah so stephanie kicking triple h outside in the leg brooke what do you think of jericho and triple h's um in ring chemistry at this point it could have been better yeah like um i remember i've watched that match and like in my head i I built it up so much because i think because of triple h's return but i wish it could have been better and like i think i was listening to jericho's podcast not well not too long ago and he was talking about how triple h had a grudge with him at this point so i don't think they kind of gave it their all at this match i think triple h was holding back a little bit that's what i think that's fine it does you. seem like it takes a thousand minutes. Yeah. Well, you mentioned that earlier in the chat, James. Yeah, boy. What's for longer those of you, those of you at home? There was an episode that happened in chat before this episode aired. <laughs> Stay <laughs> tuned. Jericho bending back the knee of Triple H. He is in serious pain here, or at least he's, he looks like he is. James, what are your thoughts on Triple H's selling? I mean, he's good because, once again, he, he makes you hate him. Well, I mean, obviously he was a face here, but... In my head watching this, I was like, man, fuck Triple H. So him selling it good was like, you know, I can see how back then people were cheering for him and stuff. Like, I get it because he's fresh back, leg taped up. They're obviously doing the story on the leg, the whole match. It's kicks and, you know, shit like that. So, you know. Devin, if you could, would you do your hair like Jericho in this? Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Well, why can't you? You have hair. I I need longer hair. I got to get the blonde how, like, how blonde it is yeah the highlights the red, the red too that's what i'm that's getting true at. the red yeah. streak in the back <laughs> all right jericho's pulling uh triple h's leg around the, the pole hebner breaks it up like this is uh for the undisputed title they are once again have an undisputed title is this for storyline purposes should it be permanent what do you think of doing it this way is there too many wrestlers think, for one title what's up what do you think i think they should have one world title. You want to Back expand on that, right Mike? Now? <laughs> just, well, I mean, just you should have one champion, and it shouldn't be like somebody like Roman Reigns, even though I like him. Acknowledge me. Thank you. <laughs> but just you should have one champion for the company. You don't need one for Raw, one for SmackDown, one for NXT, one for the Thursday night. Um, <laughs> Thunder that they have, whatever. You just need on. one world title. Yeah. <laughs> one world champion and 
have that one. So, like, when they put them both together, I like it. When they have separate ones, I don't like it. Jericho torturing Triple H and insulting him, grabbing the rope, dropping the rope, grabbing the rope, dropping the rope. Adam, how much of this are they calling in the ring, do you think? I don't think they're calling a lot of it because they're two very good professionals. They've been in the business 15 years at the time. Um, I think just maybe a couple of spots here and there. And I can tell you when they do it, but I'm not going to. Okay. Thank you, Adam. Brooke, um, so Triple H definitely has a move set. Kind of like John Cena for years has been tortured by his five moves of doom, mm -hmm. but it's not unusual. Ric Flair has it, your favorite wrestler yeah. of all time. And, um, <laughs> and, you know, that's you can see that Triple H has it. Do you think hey, that's Go important? Goldberg though? has two moves of doom. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, in case you didn't know. Yeah, gotta get the. Yeah, you're like very heartless right that's now. With this Goldberg talk. <laughs> Goldberg, that's third. But this third on you, kick your ass. <laughs> anyway, Brooke, do you think okay. they should have a move set like that, or do you think they should mix it up more? Do you think it's important? Do you think it gets the crowd wound up? What do you think? I think yeah, I think it's good to have a certain like. Okay, as much as I hate Ric Flair, when he did his little falling on his face or getting. <laughs> But that was very annoying but it got the crowd going like i think they should have a certain move set. like i know a lot of these wrestlers nowadays they like to flip flop and blah 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 all that stuff but you gotta have a certain move set because i mean i can't keep up with new stuff every week i mean it's cool it's cool to incorporate it but like yeah you need to have a certain style like i, I think that's very important to have i think i'm about to open up a can of worms here because i'm going off script are you into all these super kicks <sighs> to a certain extent i tell you what i hate let me go on a little rant it's when they slap each other on the chest and they just keep slapping each other and i'm like why are you, why why <laughs> like, just, uh, man you really it. hate rick flair you hate, <laughs> you hate the chops <laughs> i told patrick, you my wife hates him too does he knows how much I hate him. And he'll every day he'll find like a Ric Flair smoking weed with Tyson gift and just send it to me like constantly on the hour. And I'm just like, I'm gonna block you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll make that into another episode, my hatred for Ric Flair. I, I wish I would have known a little more of that I'm up down front. for it. Uh, <laughs> hey James, why did hey, the Brad. crowd get so why did the crowd get so quiet here? They oh, really well, did. Well, go ahead. I know you how you feel about this match, so go ahead and say it. <laughs> oh, well, probably because uh, they realized it was actually sunrise the next day and they were still watching it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what I was yeah. looking for. Because even love... in my notes, like probably a good halfway through them, this match feels like it's been a thousand minutes. <laughs> yeah. And then it still mm -hmm. goes, this is before the chair <laughs> like happened, you know? <laughs> so Jericho throws Triple H over the ring post. It looks absolutely perfect. Jericho um, put the... Try to put the walls of Jericho on Triple H on the announce table. Devin, has Jericho ever, has he ever put the walls on a competitor the first time he tries it? Um, in, a, in a match. No. Uh, <laughs> normally, the first time he goes for it is reverse, and he's got to try to go back to it. But talking about this uh, walls of Jericho on the announcer's table, in the match that, Chris Jer or that Triple H actually tore his quad in, Chris Jericho did that same move, putting the walls of Jericho on Triple H on the announcer's table. 
So it's kind of like a callback to that, I feel. Awesome. Very ready for that question, Devin. I'm very proud of you. And that Um, that was after he got injured. It was. It was. Mike, Triple H tries to put Jericho in the pedigree. Jericho reverses it and does a back body drop through the Spanish announce table. Now, can I ask you, Mike, why was this an obvious move? Did you look, did you see why this was an obvious move? Yeah, because the Spanish announcement table was right there. No, come on, man. I thought you had it. They were already standing up. <laughs> well, but it was the Spanish announcement table. You knew the Spanish announcement table <laughs> is going to get crashed through. I'm just saying that the guys were already standing away from the damn table. The other announcers were uh, standing right next to these guys. Yeah, no I, didn't pay much uh, I know. I, I, I caught it and I knew I was going to uh, mess you up on it. So and we know JR does not like his table crash. So. No, he does not. not How is he supposed to look at? He needs those monitors. He needs a monitor. For what reason? I don't know. You're (laughs) 10 feet from the ring. He calls it like we see it, man. It's on a delay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. I got you, James. Because they were lion salt by Jericho. Adam. Um. Okay. We'll come back to you, Adam. Two walls of Jericho is now blocked. Another pedigree blocked. Finally, Jericho puts Triple H in the walls. When Jericho, um. Pulled Triple H away from the rope, keeping him in the walls. Did you think that was it, James? When he like had him in the walls of Jericho and then pulled him away from the ropes and got him back in the middle of the ring? Did you think that was the end of it? Yeah, normally that is kind of how they do that. Uh, you know, they reach and reach and reach and ah, pull back. You know, tap 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 tap. Usually comes like right after that. Yeah. Uh, Adam, are you there? Adam. So anyway, uh, Brooke, are you more of a fan of submissions or pins? Pins. Okay, why? I don't know why submissions is boring. Just really? Yeah, like I just feel like I feel like that takes thousand minutes. Like I just, it's not the same as a one, two, three. I feel like that hypes you up more. But submissions, that mm, for me. I'll tell you which one. Uh, we've talked about this match. Well, we haven't actually talked about the matches. When Daniel Bryan had Batista tap in uh, WrestleMania 30. Mm. That that was one of those moments for me uh, that I thought the submission was a little better, but I get it. I get it. So finally, Triple H gets to the ropes. Jericho thought he actually tapped out. Jericho grabs a chair. Stephanie's distracting Hebner. Triple H kicks the chair into Jericho's face. DDT on the chair by Triple H. Devin, should that have been it? Uh, I thought it was. I thought it was close. Uh, it, it was a good I, spot for sure. Definitely. Hebner grabs a chair out of Stephanie's hand. Triple H and Stephanie face-to-face. Then he puts her in a pedigree, and he actually does it. Brooke, was this too much here? Would you let Patrick give you a pedigree for the right for the right price and the right uh, Let me tell situation? you something. If Patrick did that to me, I made one call to Tony, and Patrick <laughs> would be no more. I really do have that written here. <laughs> um, Jericho, a chair to Triple H. Can you imagine Wardlow it. showing up like you, Patrick? <laughs> <laughs> like big yoked out dude. Quick story, real quick. At the Russell K, Patrick was going around saying he was Warlow, and Tony caught him saying that. And so, like, he's like, I'm gonna call Warlow right now and make like end this right now. And Patrick got so scared and was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Patrick is so nice. I walked by him and he just told me, he goes, Yeah, we just went to um, what was it, Whole Foods or Trader Joe's or something? Trader Joe's. Guys- yeah. And where were you guys up at 6 a.m.? Oh, yeah. We, we like <laughs> early birds. Like, I'm just getting out of bed. I'm running into walls. And here's 
There's Patrick, chipper as can be. Hey, Two bags. Of hey guys, how are we doing? I already had breakfast and lunch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. And I'm like, I look like death row over twice, and I'm already ugly as it is. So anyway, Jericho chair to Triple H, kick out at two. Mike, was there too many false finishes? Um, yeah. So Adam Crowder. Or- <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't care how you answer it. it yes or no. I just yes, want to know no when question. I'm allowed to start talking again. That's all. <laughs> yeah, there's too many faults. But you know it's going to happen. No, I don't. It, it always happens. What happens? There's a, it's a false finish. Oh. I just don't know when they're going to stop happening. If we want to go back title to uh, full gear a couple weeks ago, I really did not know when that Jamie Hayter, um, Tony Storm match was going to end. I did not know because it was not many. I, I I felt every one of those. They, any one of those, it could have been, and it could have ended and I would have been satisfied. So, so do you like it or do you not like it? I like false finishes, but I think there's, there's got to be an end to it. Got to be. There is. You can't do like twenty of them, but if you do like four good ones, three good ones, maybe I think three, three to four, maybe the cutoff. And I'm not against it's people picking out a finish. Up when I think it should have ended. Yeah, yeah, yep. and not the bullshit like grab the leg real quick, one, two, they kick out. I'm talking like mm-hmm. you think it's over type false finish, you know? Right. So the crowd goes ballistic for Triple H hitting the pedigree. James, did you think the crowd knew this was actually it? I, it was the hottest they were. Like, honestly, you know, if it wasn't it, it like, if they would have kept going, it would have been really hard to, you know, do a couple more move sets and then get back to that point again. I mean, they knew. I, to me, they's like, wow, what? Yeah, I mean, crowd goes eight shit for the finisher. <laughs> like, uh, De- Devin, uh, was JR, JR was going nuts here. Was he at his best? Oh, uh, JR was on top of his game right here. This is one of the greatest WrestleManias with the greatest commentators of all time. Like it was, it was, it was on top of it for sure. Devin, did you watch this entire pay per view? Yeah, I did. Son of a bitch. Did <laughs> From you watch RBD one? versus hey, Devin, William Regal Devin. to Triple H versus did, Chris Jericho? Did, did you watch Raw after this pay per view? I did not. I, How about this? Did you watch Raw on Monday? I did not. No, I know that the Monday that you know that this podcast comes out, y'all yeah, have watched <laughs> So, quick story about Devin. He sends a text to us yesterday and asks if we could give him a quick recap of what happened to on Raw on Monday. Us, like, well, okay. Step one. Step two. <laughs> yeah. Hold <laughs> open. Two guys have got a device yeah, out there now you can... forever. <laughs> Seriously, man. Yeah, let me take, let me quit my job, all right, and uh, go through a three-hour show with you. Video montage like... of the logo happens. It spins into frame, displaying the logo. The word then appears and disappears. <laughs> <laughs> now appears and disappears. I meant yeah. like, did Seth Rollins get a rematch? Like, what is going we on? We didn't know what like, you wanted. Like, you guys are just like, yeah. Google it. Did y'all yeah, watch Google Raw? It, sorry. <laughs> what what happened in Raw last night? What an asshole. <laughs> Anyway, right, Twitter. back to you. <laughs> Brooke, was, uh, did you think the referee was too much involved in this match? Even though we said we like Hebner, was there too much of him in this match? Uh, yeah, sometimes, like, I mean, I kind of like it when the ref's just a background person. I don't like it when they're the main, unless you're, like, a celebrity ref or, like, a wrestler being a ref. I think you should just be always be a background player. Um, unless you're screwing over Bret Hart, you gotta play a big part. But <laughs> other did, than right? that, um, we won't. That's a different episode. Yeah, but no, I, I don't. We love like talking it. about it to have them. They love it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still like it when refs are too involved. 
Well, so you don't like it when like they stop pushing the wrestlers and? No, not really. I mean, if they're enforcing the rules like they're supposed to, that's cool. But I won't. There's a certain referee now that I just. Mm, they're mm. too involved. I won't say what company, but it just drives me nuts. Like you're not. It's not about you. AEW, AEW, AEW. Look who's here. <laughs> Look who's here. Adam from Bama. Welcome to the show. We heard <laughs> right? I, And I, I do agree with you, Brooke, because I, I see the same thing. And yeah, they get too much involved. Yeah. Trying to bring the spotlight on them. Right. So, celebration by Triple H, which I thought was a great visual. Uh, I actually don't have any questions for this match in particular. So, um, unless anybody has anything else to add. Great match. What about the, up, uh, Jericho, you he, the, would, he scream sell a bunch. I thought it was really cool. Like scream when he did a move or scream when he got hit, you know? I thought that added a lot to the match. He's always you forgot about that the, the pass out thing and the hand drop. One, two. Sorry, Mike. Why don't you go ahead and tell everybody <laughs> a little more? <laughs> I Go ahead, Mike. It's your show. Do you show. like those? Do you not like them? I don't remember. <laughs> you don't remember when Triple H was passed out in the damn was Jericho and the referee was picked his hand up and went one, picked his hand up again, dropped two, picked his up and in again. It, Has that ever through. worked? Has it ever dropped to a third and someone lost? I don't think so. No, Man. but I think it should. I think it should. I wish they would do that here, more. Devin? Huh? Are you trying to pull here? I know a guy that. <laughs> For the power of the maniacs, he was able to, you know, get out of that sleep. Would it? What if that three happened? What What would you guys do? Like right now, if something happened on, right now, uh, on the ne- on next next week on Monday Night Raw, something like that happened. They did the whole hand thing and dropped down to three. Would that not be something different? I think it would depend on who the, who the competitors were. It's happened. Who's talking? Daft Punk chimed into the Zoom real quick. <laughs> um, I, I, I go ahead. I like it. I, I like that whole thing, but I think they should do more of a the actual three coming down. Like go through with it. Yeah, I think you would with a, someone like Bobby Lashley with maybe, you know. Yeah, I was about to say. I think I've seen it. Yeah. Not recent, recent, yeah. but within the past like year or two, I know I've seen somebody like. They've called it because of like passing out or something like that. Yeah, right. I, I think they should have more of it. Like I, I would like that as a third option. Get your pin, right, well, your submission, and the pass out. I agree. Let's let's send a letter in. Yeah. Right. Self self I, I, I got Triple H's phone number. So I'm gonna call him up after I get done with this and tell yeah. him, hey. I'm sure he's never you thought of this shit. Yeah, no. All right, back to you, James. Oh, yeah, well, you know, boy, <laughs> hey, at least the second match gets better. Uh, yeah, yeah, but, we're yeah, not that... there yet, though, Brooke. We're not there yet. <laughs> You're welcome. For yeah, that. no doubt. I had I to like hear about a, it all day. Uh, you know, I'll give a <laughs> shout out to our boy Adam on this one. Longest match in the world with the quickest ending. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that, that ending was garbage. It went too fast. Yeah, that is a uh, you know. So do we? We have no questions about that. Not for that. Not for that. Episode, not for that match. Well, no, they probably didn't finish the whole match when they watched it to give us questions. They passed out. But if you look at the outline, you know who's next. 
So, uh, nope. Oh, wait, I got to hit outline. What's Adam, that? take it away. Can we post outline? It's on there. Uh, you give me just a second. We're parking. All right, go ahead, Mike. You printed out the oh, outline? Is it my turn? Look at Brooke, man. Yeah, that was for, I made notes. Our guests Brooke, are a lot better at this than we are. <laughs> Every time I have a guest on, they're like, just like, this is a yeah, professional. They, they take it more seriously than some of the, the hosts, huh? Yeah, yeah, I told right? someone at work sure. I was on a podcast. <laughs> nice. Is it my turn? Sure, Mike. You know, we'll okay. go with you, Mike. Yeah. My, my topic. So we all know we're recording right after Thanksgiving. And, well, you know, for me this week, we had a good big family, about 50 people there. Maybe not. Maybe 25, but I'm going to say 50. People there for Thanksgiving had a big family thing get together. The guys were sitting there hanging out, playing cornhole, drinking some beers, everything else. One of them, maybe me, drank a little too much. Okay. <laughs> well, shocking. That, that same night, I have a little girl that loses a tooth. You know, Eating thinner. She has a couple of loose. She's five. She's losing her teeth now. Well, the tooth fairy that came to bring her her money for a tooth was drunk that night. Instead of leaving her five dollars, end up leaving her like a fifty dollar bill. Oh, shiznit! Can you imagine that? So she woke up and luckily she's think she's like, yes, I got a dollar. She don't know the difference between one, five, ten, twenty. Tooth Fairy almost got in trouble, like a lot of trouble, <laughs> because <laughs> instead of even five dollars, the Tooth Fairy left a fifty-dollar bill underneath a five-year-old pillow. But granted, she has fifty dollars. It's Christmas, and she is like a kid in the candy store right now when she goes to the store so that's how my week was you know so, um did so you you're tell out like a power box you know you're out that money now you're or yeah. you know now the tooth fairies giving you kids 50s like yeah. expensive a uh, week in the old winter <laughs> household huh it's it's, been, it's and i still got christmas coming up <laughs> hey mike did you tell um your little girl that the tooth fairy has just paid for all of her teeth <laughs> I, yeah, kind of. I mean, because next, well, next I'm making a one-time these, investment. <laughs> next one is going to be a quarter. Right here. Yeah, next next one's definitely going to be a quarter. That's all I know. <laughs> because I mean, you gotta up it. She's gonna think no, she did and, something wrong. Yeah, no, she did nothing wrong. I'm, but, I'm, she got lost me two next time. She lost two in like one week. So yeah. the first time it she works. got that dollar bill, she was happy with that dollar bill. And, you know, she's in kindergarten. I had no idea she knew the difference between like a $1 bill, $5 bill, and a $50 bill. No, she knows the difference. <laughs> I got $50. So she knows what five zero means. Hey, Mike. I'm like, uh, no, my, that's reversed. I, my little girl lost her tooth on the night before Easter. Like, are you serious? You're double dipping? Ah. <laughs> I said, the Easter Bunny's going to run into the Tooth Fairy? She goes, I mm -hmm. guess so, Daddy. I'm like, all right, great. You never know. <laughs> you 
never Side hustle. <laughs> what are you going to do, right? I mean, can't help it. Look who's back. Back again. Hey, it's your topic time. So this is a perfect time. Oh, dude, have, have y'all been paying attention to Peacock lately? Peacock? Peacock? Yeah, Peacock, Peacock, Peacock. In what way, Adam? We got going on. There's a documentary about Teddy Hart. And this dude is absolutely unhinged. He is a terrible representation of wrestling. Uh, I don't think he should ever be booked again. And it's one of those, uh, what, the Tiger King type deals? It's terrible, but you can't help but to watch it because it's so ungodly insane that you kind of want to watch it to see how stupid this dude is. He was the youngest to get hired at WWE and the youngest to get fired at WWE. And then he tried to do his own wrestling organization when he was a teenager. He's been convicted, not convicted, but accused of different crimes. So he's just a horrible, horrible representation of the Hart Foundation, of the Hart family, and wrestling in general. And I hope to God that he never gets booked again. But so is it, else, he's, he's terrible. Is it worth watching? Yes. Oh, yes, it's so ungodly. I've so seen crazy, it. You need to watch it. I, I've heard I've heard the stories and I've seen the thing, so I was just wondering if it's worth watching. It's three it's three episodes, right? Like an hour long each, and it's definitely worth watching because it's when you hear about it, it's unbelievable. You actually have to watch it to believe it's actually real. Hmm. How much of this is wrestling? How much of this is crime? Because am I gonna be able to watch it with my wife? Because if she watches one more second of wrestling with me, I'm I'm gonna be sleeping outside. It's more or less the behind face. the scenes of Teddy Hart <laughs> as a person. Oh, I it's watched not, it last night. All it's three not of them? a lot of wrestling base. It's a lot more of Teddy Hart as a person and all the trouble he's been in. Okay. Mixed in with right, a little bit Brad, of wrestling. <clears throat> Brad, you want something to watch with your wife? Watch that Wednesday show. That thing right there is badass. Wednesday? Wednesday, yes. The Adams Family. The, the Adams Family thing? Okay. That is pretty cool. I watched heel. She watched heels with me on Stars. So that's oh, this is, I, I think you know what that is, bro. Yeah, yeah. I haven't yeah. seen it yet. Yeah, it's good. It's real good. <clears throat> I watched a couple episodes of it. I wasn't big on it. All I can see was the Arrow dude. Like he's honestly, Arrow. He, yeah, that's who it is. Arrow. That's, that's I know it. I know that's green who guy. it is. <laughs> I was waiting for the green outfit and no. <laughs> It's old school Southern wrestling. <laughs> um, you know, it's funny though, when I watch a documentary, uh, you know, something from A and E or something like that, she'll be in the kitchen or something, and she'll come out and she'll start listening. I just I just can't sell her on sitting down to watch it. <laughs> you know, that's but I get it. I get it. She's gone to a GCW show with me, Brooke. So Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> By the way, that's coming up. I have a question for you in the next uh in the next part of the outline on that when we talk about the next uh, match. We'll leave that for now. Little teaser, <laughs> right? Anyway, Adam, I'm going to check it out for sure because um, that sounds good. And he is a relation to the Hart family, correct? Yeah, he's a nephew of the daughter. Uh, I think the daughter's name is Georgia, mm -hmm. and it's her and her husband's kid. But it's Stu Hart's. It's Stu Hart's grandson, right? Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, I just for the folks at home, 
that uh, that's why he's lost. That's why he goes by the heart name because it's not his real name, correct? No, it, no, he just goes by the heart because it's the only known name in Canada. I understood. But I just want a little more clarification. Uh, Brooke, we have a ton of non-wrestling fans. They just like to hear us for the BS. So when we go off on these little uh, wrestling. Yeah, I love it. Like my father, yeah. for instance. I like it when there's a mix. My father um, says if we cut out the wrestling part, we might actually have a good show here. Uh, <laughs> the first thing I said when uh, approached with this idea, I'm not doing a wrestling podcast, man. I'm not doing a wrestling podcast. <laughs> well, I'm home my over son's basketball game is about to start here in a minute. Do y'all mind if I go ahead and do my jokes? Yeah, oh, yeah. Walk, 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 walk. Okay, these are actually online pickup lines, like online dating pickup lines. Hold on, let me get a notepad. Yeah. Yeah. Got one. So, uh, here you go, James. Do you mind if I walk you home? My mom always told me to follow my dreams. Oh, I like that one. Hey, I'm going to use that. Uh, are you a bank <laughs> loan? Because you have my interest. <laughs> I, I guess I like it. <laughs> uh, so is your name Google? Because you're everything I'm searching for. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Y'all will be wedding next month. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Sweeping them off the feet uh, so, with this one. Uh, so I, I could see, I could see Brooke, somebody saying this in the Brooke. Life without you could would be like a broken pencil. It'd be pointless. Mm, no. Is that how Patrick got you? Definitely. James, you might have a chance with none of those, but hey, <laughs> yeah. give it a try. Yes. That would that would yes, be the a grand finale. The, the grand finale right here. If you were a fruit, you'd be a fine apple. Ooh. Waka, waka, waka. Nice. That's, that's my favorite. Right, Adam, are you trying to tell us that you're not going to be able to talk about this second match? Oh, uh, no. Is that what you're trying I to say? He did wrestlers on this second match. You did this on purpose. Yeah, I'll give you a couple minutes. Go ahead. No, that's all right. We, we'll, we'll, we'll come back no, to you. No, you're good, man. Do your they're, thing, they, buddy. They're going to do warm-ups real quick anyway, so. I got about 10 minutes. Oh, minutes sir. I think he wants to go off the outline. <laughs> yeah. Are we, so what are we doing? We're going to skip ahead and go back. So do you Ahead to what? To the second match. And we'll, uh, oh, baby. So we're bringing <laughs> the main event to the yeah. middle of the show. I'm sweating with this outline not being in order. No, I can't wait to. I know where we're at, though. You know, you know how hard Brad works on this. Uh, All these notes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Look, there you go. What is he doing? I'll give you one hundred percent fully disclosure. James does absolutely zero work for the show, so that's, that's, why, you're Brad, that's why nobody cares if there's stuff. matches by Tuesday, Wednesday, or Sunday because I'm <laughs> the only one that writes this shit down. That is also true. Brad is the guy. What do I care? What time? What? If if it wasn't for Brad, we would not have a show. I got a full page of notes right here. What y'all talking about? So it is Brad's show. Like all the fans want. Shout out to certain people. So I started sweating. So I put a sweatshirt on, and we just wasted two (laughs) of the ten minutes. (laughs) No, there ain't no way. Fuck! Hell, I can't even get through the intro in ten minutes. (laughs) 
Oh, we definitely can't go to the outro. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, let's go. So we're okay. doing it, match two, huh? Freaking right. doing it. Are Slam you ready. ready to rumble for match two? I'm ready. All right. Yeah. It's time. You know what time it is. It's match two for our big gold belt series with the old big gold brook. And boy, if you thought that first one was a doozy, my goodness. Can't wait for this one. It is Diamond Dallas Page. That's a good name, but hold yeah. yourself. Versus Jeff Jarrett. Okay. Versus day, baby. David Arquette. Woo! Oh, my boy. My boy. Courtney yeah, Cox's husband. Next. It is from Slambery 2000. It is billed as a ready-to-rumble steel cage match. You remember the movie, don't we all? Uh, it happened May 7th, 2000 at the Kemper Arena in Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, I'm sorry, Missouri. Uh, the attendance on this one, if you remember the first match's attendance was 68,000-something. This attendance, 7,165. This is a professional, like, number two in the biz, supposedly. 7,000 people. <laughs> it had a buy rate. Remember that first buy rate, like 680-something thousand? It had a buy rate of 52,000. Yes. 52,000 people. Hell yeah. WCW, like, beating WWE at one time, 52,000. Had a match <laughs> length of 15 and a half. And uh, if you remember that first match, you got three stars. Well, uh, your boy, Dave Meltzer, who obviously goes by the same scale for every match, this one, three and a quarter. Oh, that's bullshit. Three and a quarter. What the hell? I was writing the notes laughing. Three and a quarter on this one, three stars for the last one. Well, that's the same no, guy that went four and hey. three quarter stars on another match that we like to talk about. That good message, I told you I had something to say about this match. I loved it. I bet you did. Three and a quarter. That's that's a high rating for uh, old Melty Melts. Mm -hmm. uh, but I love this match. Hey, got you it. know, that's that match. And boy, Devin, this is uh, probably peak your era while it's a downfall in everybody else's turn. But, uh, how did we get there? All right. So it all starts with what you said earlier, the movie Ready to Rumble. I've never seen it, but apparently in that movie, David Arquette wins the title or something. So he ends up being brought to WCW. No. I don't know what happens in the movie. Wrong. Never seen it. Never seen the movie. No. Bober will Wrong. tell me about that one. <laughs> I don't know what happens in the movie, yeah. but Arquette is brought into WCW and he is given a tag team match. Arquette, say I don't take notes. You can't Google the fucking movie and just like, <laughs> God. All right. So Go David ahead. Arquette and Diamond Dallas Page were set in a tag team match versus DDP and Eric Bischoff for the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. At the same time, that Jeff Jarrett was going to pin DDP. David Arquette covered Eric Bischoff. The referee counted to three and awarded David Arquette the new heavyweight champion of WCW. <laughs> David Arquette, he really did not want the title. He was trying to relinquish it at every show, trying to say, I don't want the champion. Will you take this? Trying to give it to DDP, trying to give it to Canyon, <laughs> trying to give it back to Bischoff. And 
it was finally decided. It's going to be Diamond Dallas Page versus Jeff Jarrett for the World Heavyweight Championship inside this triple cage. And then Eric Bischoff, being the nasty heel he is, said, Arquette, you're not getting off that easily. I'm throwing you inside this triple cage as well, making it a three-way dance for the World Heavyweight Championship. So, Hey, Devin, what what happened to Bischoff right before this match? Uh, Pop quiz. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You watched the whole pay-per-view. He got in a fight with someone. I remember that. He got put through a table by who? Professional podcast. Yeah. I didn't know I was supposed what to was that, 4.20 p.m. you were watching this? <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> anyway. Did Hogan not put him through a table? Oh, you're correct. You're, yeah, Hulk Hogan. Man, it doesn't Hogan get any better. F- Adam, good thing you waited. Good thing you waited, Adam. Brooke, why this match? <laughs> why this match? Why this match? I think because – um. I have a soft spot for David Arquette. Everybody gave him so much hate. Like, why'd you take the belt? James, someone came up to you and said, hey, we want you as the AEW champion tomorrow. You turn that down? No. Like, nobody would turn that down. And not a chance. Was, Hell, you damn right I'd be the champion. I'd look damn right at right. the fucking camera. What if you, were a, what if you were a movie that star? Bitch up, yeah. <laughs> what okay, if you were yeah. a movie star? Would what you do it if you were a movie star? At the moment, I thought where's it was the money so coming cool. from? Is what the real question yeah. is. Okay, well, so, yeah. so cool for David. One million dollars. <laughs> I don't think TNT was wanting him to be in the on Nitro, but yeah. I think the Turner movie, like you know, bigger conglomerate, probably was like, hey, it's it's press, <laughs> you know, it's press for the movie. Like a, like a, question for Brooke. Yeah. All right, but she's talking. T- Tony calls you this week and says, hey. On Wednesday, I need you on TV. You're going to pin uh, Jamie Hayter for the uh, women's title. In a heartbeat. You, you would do it? In a heartbeat. I was I already trying to put my input for AEW this week. And like, if I could have made myself champ, it would have happened. Okay. <laughs> that works. Yeah. No, You've been like, fucking around with that one dude too much. Patrick's BFF. Y'all, y'all been a oh, fantasy book at AEW Oh, I got plans too much. for Des Moines. Don't worry. Yeah, he's trouble, man. He's trouble. Yeah, <laughs> don't let him, uh, you know, corrupt you. He likes the Jaguars, for God's sakes. I mean, oh, trust me, I, I deal with the boy. I, I, I take care of him, don't worry. <laughs> but no, I just thought at the time, I just remember Kurt Russell and Courtney Cox being on TV because of David Arquette. I just thought it was so cool. I was 10 at this time, and I thought it was like, oh, look at all these movie stars. I thought it was good publicity at the no, time. You know what? Listen, I, I love that you picked this match for all the reasons you've said. Because it is entertaining, it is different, it gets a lot of hate, and it's plenty to talk about here. Plenty to talk about. Oh, we, yeah. if, believe me, if you want these guys to talk about Eddie Guerrero matches, I'll just leave the show, okay? Because uh, they'll just their diary at the mouth for three hours about the technicality of the match. I want to talk about this. This yes. is what the I want to talk about. Entertainment part of it. I actually, like, right now, Adam is rolling his too. eyes right now because he wants to talk about Eddie Guerrero. We know, Adam. We know. All right. Anyway, um, he's so, the greatest. Yeah, got it. Okay, we've done three. We have 33 shows. We've done three Eddie Guerrero matches. I'm done. We've done not one Stone Cold match. Anyway. That should explain everything. So this match is based on the movie Ready to Rumble. Heard that. Not going to ask you, Devin. 
Please don't. Anyway, Mike, was this one of your favorite movies? The favorite movies? No. Yeah. Why not? The movie sucked. It had Goldberg in it. <laughs> I leave Goldberg alone. That's so obscure, too. I hate it. Goldberg made a cameo. Fuck that movie. Fuck it. He was in there for 10 seconds. So done. Yeah. We have some- Goldberg shows up. Turned out. Hey, it has Tweeter from Varsity Blues. I liked it. Yeah. I liked it. I liked it for what it is. All right. Yeah. It's I, I liked it until Goldberg showed up. I saw it in I theaters. Thought, man. Um, me and all my friends saw it in theaters. <laughs> Oliver Platt was funny in it. He was good. He played a good part. Yep. Uh, anyway, triple. Uh, it's a triple cage match. Pyro's on top of the cage. Double Arquette J entrance. was highly popular during this time period too. Yeah. The double J entrance, Devin. How much more do you like double J then, or do you like double J more then or now? Uh. So going back and watching old Double J, I'm starting to love him. Like, I, like cocky, arrogant heel. He's he's everything that you want in a heel. He's uh he's the perfect bad guy. I like this era, Jeff Jarrett. So are you talking about then or now? Back then, <laughs> I, not a big fan of Jeff Jarrett today. It's funny. I think Conrad made us all fans. Yeah, I'm I'm a hey. fan of Jeff Jarrett's podcast. Him, I don't want to see Jeff Jarrett on my wrestling show each week. Oh, Damn. I, I will say, why did they call this the 30 pounds of gold when Double J comes out and then they refer to it as 30 pounds of gold the entire time? Because I know the original NWA was the 10 pounds of gold, you know, but I never heard this called 30 pounds of gold at all. No, me neither. Definitely not. So then we have the David Arquette entrance. Brooke, whose idea was it to make David Arquette champion? Come on, girl. You all know. Right. This is my boy, my father. It was Tony. Yes, Tony Schiavone's idea. I, I do, I cannot I, wait to ask you this. I'm not saying because he's my father, my adopted father, but I mean, I would have, I would have been on Arquette. I, I would have been on a lot of people y'all wouldn't have liked, but uh, I thought it was a different idea. Like they were dying already. Right. Arquette didn't kill the company. Right. Neither did Tony Schiavone, for that matter. No. So, but we know who did. Goldberg. <laughs> All right, uh, Brooke. Go, there's two people. Rick Brooke, Flair. what's your favorite Scream movie? A <laughs> favorite Scream movie? Yeah. David Arquette's okay. in all of them. I've only seen the first one. Oh, my gosh. Terrible answer. Oh, no, Terrible I'm sorry. Answer. I've seen the first, fourth, and fifth. I haven't seen the second or third. What? All right, well, that's your homework. Second one was pretty good. They're all okay. You know, <laughs> they're all good enough. Have you seen the latest one? Yeah. Okay, but I didn't like what they did to our kit. Yes, spoiler, I don't want to spoil, but you know. He lives. It's all good. Yeah, guys, he does not die. Adam, DDP entrance, all right? So, Adam, when you first saw this, who? what was your prediction for the match? Who did you think would actually win the first time you watched this? Honestly, I figured they swallowed it and let David, Dave Arquette keep it. Honestly, because that was the, the, most, out, the most outlandish idea. Just let him keep it. Let's just let everybody let him keep it. Exactly. James, are you still there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> who, are the, who are the announcers, James? Oh, uh, well, it appears James, that it is Scott <laughs> Hudson, America's favorite delusional uh, yinzer, uh, Mark Madden, and our man, Shivani. Nice. So... We have David Arquette trying to escape the cage early. Double J goes after him. DDP goes after Double J. 
DDP and, and Jarrett in the ring. Jarrett with the DDT on DDP. That's a mouthful, huh? So, Mike, what do you think of the Arquette clothes, the spray tan, and the hair? Is that something you would uh, get down with? Um, hell yeah, I'd wear that. I'd wear that damn out on a date or something. No, I think it, it, I think it was him playing it like the actor of David Arquette. He was trying to be out buoyant or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> he was trying to be out there. He's trying to be noticed somehow. That kind of looks like him. Elvis. Dead Elvis. He, he looks like a three-star James Brown. <laughs> yeah, he was he was trying to show a way put himself in the spotlight without having to do anything. How can Adam, you do that? With Adam, what you what you think of all the camera? Can I before you ask Adam what he's um his question? What? I'm what? done. Camera I'm done. Such a prick. <laughs> anyway. The camera angles were garbage. Let's hey, let's let's show the guys uh, blading each other. Let's show Joe Double J blading his forehead after he gets crutched at the ring post instead of hitting his head. That makes a lot of sense. Oh yeah, by the way, let's let's film DDP hitting an aluminum gas uh, trash can and blading himself. Let's just show everybody what happens. So yeah, that's what I think about the stupid camera angles. So Brooke, what do you think of that, huh? Anyway, um, <laughs> DDP pump handle slammed the double J. Arquette off the top turnbuckle misses. DDP watches. Devin, you did the build to this. Why does DDP not seem to care about what David Arquette does at this point? So, at this time, Arquette and David and uh, DDP are actually in a team with uh, Chris Canyon because Canyon and DDP helped film most of Ready Ever Rumble. Like a lot Who's of the rest. Better of the than season, Canyon? So. Nobody! <laughs> But so I, I honestly thought it was kind of odd that it didn't seem like that at points that he wasn't like, you know, trying to stand up for Arcade. He'd let Jarrett beat on him. Or he'd but at the let... same time, is this not every man for himself? It is. It it truly is. It's a three-way dance. Kind of reminds me of a match on AEW recently. Would you like to uh, comment on that? Nope. That's uh, that's past. What I'm saying is you had Jericho and Sammy Guevara that are friends. Yes. Yeah, and you were you were double fisting old Sammy there for a little bit, you know. Well, hey, very similar the, situation, but at the same time, they both were trying to win too. Not the championship case. stayed in the JAS. That's all I got to say. Yeah, well, it's going to turn into something. Stay tuned. Ruby should have broke Ty's nose. That's all I'm saying. Hey, she, she has a new nose now, right? You seen that, right? Yeah. Who's got a new nose? Destination um, unknown. Ruby, 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 Ruby Soho. Oh, Ruby. <laughs> yeah, she got a new nose. Mm. I like Rancid too. Shout other out. Stuff. It's a lot smaller. So, <laughs> Brooke, um, David Arquette made a run in GCW, had a death match with uh, Nick Gage. Are you a GCW fan? And did you see God. this match? God, no, I'm not a GCW fan. Um, I can't take that seriously. No, I watched that match, and I think Nick Gage, I mean, like, dude, you knew what you were doing. Like, he was being a dick, yeah. and I think he crossed the line. He, he about, fully admits it. He fully admits it in the yeah, in the dark side of the ring. And, like, when I found out he was coming to AEW, I'm like, well, maybe there's a chance for me to come. If that guy can flip-flop around and hit people with light tubes. I just, there it is. So I met him. <laughs> 
I met him at, at the homecoming show yep. a year and a half back. Ooh. I'm at the bar and I see him and I say, hey, man, he gave me a full on hug. I'm like, this guy doesn't seem so tough to me. <laughs> but anyway, I, it's all a show, man. But I know he got into yeah. trouble. But uh, yeah. so, you know, the light, the light things that got in my beer. I was drinking really? a beer and that shattered. It went in my beer. Nobody got did me in the beer. Did you go to hospital afterwards? What? Like, did you go to hospital? I, I didn't. I didn't drink the rest of the beer. Actually, it's in our archives. It's fridge right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> with a with a note that says like you know date. It's a souvenir. GCW show. Blah blah blah. Nick Cage's so, head. <laughs> so Nick anyway, Cage's is in this beer. <laughs> Arquette was just watching at this point, but he was in the wrong place, wrong time. He was he was kind of lost. He was lost the whole match. But was he all right? I'm not gonna ask James because you seem really invested in this, Adam. Was was you were you as confused as the crowd was here? <laughs> no, I was I was about as confused as Arquette was because he was waiting on cues to go do stuff. You can literally see him look down the aisle or whatever he's looking at. To say, oh, hey, go up top. And that's what he does. He looks out to whoever he looks at. And then as soon as he looks out, he goes straight to the very top. So he, he's so lost. He spends a lot of him. time just. Yeah. Adam, I, and I, and I, don't blame, I don't blame Dave Arquette. Because if it was me, I'd do, I'd do the same thing. He but just Adam, wasn't put in a very good position. How dangerous is a match like this, especially when you have a novice involved? Oh, it's very dangerous. It's dangerous yeah. when you got professionals, but especially where a guy that's just totally lost. Because I mean, Jerry hitting him, uh, him getting pinned against the the, uh, the side of the fence, it, it all could have been real bad for him. He got lucky he didn't get hurt real bad. Mike, did you think there was blood too early in this? Nope. Dynamite <laughs> drop in. <laughs> hell. You need blood coming out the ramp. Like when you're walking down ramp, you need to be bleeding. Like look right. at that. Like, like, like Goldberg, head about the wall a couple times, and then you know. <laughs> Fuck Goldberg. All right, Jelly Belly. You know, we, yeah, we, need, jelly. we need Goldberg as a special guest one time, just yeah. so I can say Fuck Goldberg. Can we do it live in studio? I wish. Yeah, because you'd be Tyler, destroyed. Get on there. Get on there, Tyler. <laughs> no, fuck Tyler. Uh, Go watch the game, guys. Y'all have a good night. All right, brother. Uh, yeah, great time, Adam. Thank you for joining us. Good night, Adam. So, Jared, Belly, get back. Hello and everything, bro. I'll how, see what I can do. How can I miss you if you don't go away? Bye. Good night. Bye. Jerry belly to Jarrett, belly to back suplexed off the ladder to DDP. Powerbomb to Jared from DDP. I don't know where Arquette is at this point. Devin, are they obviously promoting the movie here? And is it worse? Then Army of the Dead. And if you remember <laughs> where that's from, okay, good. I don't need to say uh, <laughs> Yeah, so I think that uh, this is probably way better than the Army of the Dead, Miz versus Damien Priest. A match, thousand times. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. This what is... got better ratings? What got better ratings? I don't mean ratings as in. Oh, like this one got three and a half stars, three and a quarter no, no, stars. No. Sir. no, 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 no. What movie had better Rotten Tomatoes? You asking me these random ass because questions. I know the I answer. Don't know that. Can you believe Army of the Dead <laughs> got like positive reviews? 
that that's piece of wrestling shit. bias though that's wrestling yeah. bias that's yeah. not a wrestling movie that's what i'm saying this one is so they're like oh it's trash they're like, oh, 20, stupid. 20 yeah this was like seven percent you know yeah. anyway i looked it up today because i was curious um double j selling the pain from being thrown into the ladder but recovers very quickly all of a sudden james how much would you charge to take these ladder shots Hmm. I mean, <laughs> I love when I stop you. <laughs> well, it depends because, like, what, you wow. got to think about all of the ladder spots. So, like, first K, like first floor in the ring, you know, whatever. The more we climb up, because I am pretty uh, afraid of heights, you know, like I'll do roller coasters and stuff, no problem. But like standing on shit like that, my kneecaps just jitter constantly. Like, can't do it. So that would definitely be some mounty mounty. But if somebody hit me with the ladder, that's a little different too. Because, you know, they do weigh 80 to 100 pounds. And that's a shout out to the next episode. So, actually, today we were decorating at work, putting lights up, and they asked me to get up on the ladder. <laughs> and I'm going to elbow drop somebody so bad, didn't you? That's what they kept saying. They know I'm a wrestling guy. I got a picture of me and freaking a blue meanie on my wall. And <laughs> I'm climbing to the top. They're like, no, no, to the very top. I'm like, the very top, my ass. I ain't going all the way up there. My legs start buckling. I can feel it in my toes. Not a good look for Brad. My kneecaps constantly jumping. Simple no would have been better. No head. Come on, and get on the scissors there. Yeah, what? Well, and then Mike will leave you up there. That that'll be a good way to cure <laughs> our fucking you know scared of heights. Mike, leave our ass up there for like eight hours. <laughs> yeah, I ain't seen him, man. Took a break, but he's a good worker. He took a break once. Yeah, yeah, he took a break. Yeah, he's great. That great oh, story is in our separate extra hours on his paycheck. Brooke, what are you like for the uh, for the heights? Would you climb up? How much? What would it take for you to climb up forty two feet? Three thousand. Three thousand American. 3, yeah, 3,000 American. Heights don't bother me too much, but I can, yeah, 3,000 yen. No, uh, 3,000 I think I think that'd be my asking price. Now to jump off it. Okay, yeah. Seven. Mike, considering um, you have you have David Arquette in this match, what did you think of the in-ring chemistry of the other two while this is going on? Oh, they, they made a great chemistry between both of them. And even in this match, like, when they're getting on top of the cage, I loved how the top of the cage was made where they can walk around. Okay. And I have, so, I'm, actually, I'm gonna get to that too for sure, because I have some questions about that too. Okay. So but yeah, I think I think DDP and Jeff Jarrett, they can put a hell of a match on. See, that's what I was gonna ask you next, Mike, actually though, because DDP uses the bolt cutters to open the door, but then they're on the top of this cage. And Mike, does this give you like Mick Foley like hell in the cell flashbacks? Yes and no, but because in with McFoley you had the shit popping, like were they going to fall through and everything else? This shit seemed steady, like okay. I, I, I want a three stage of hell. The tie things were snapping. This you know, the McFoley one. This one has that net and shit. That's I I. With what what they know now, I think a three stage of hell match now, I think it'd be badass. Okay, Brooke, I would say the doing? venue they chose to book this in is a little questionable, but you know, that's just me. <laughs> oh right, because it's the uh, Owen Hart one, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, what happens but, at the end of this match? Well, there's a lot of conversation about why they did that, but um, I mean, I don't think I'm there's any. Saying, 
this this right here is really the only time they had this type of match, right? I don't know of any other time that this match existed. Yeah, ready to rumble. I mean, you're you're uh, a <laughs> well, ready to rumble is a fucking too. movie that did not count. <laughs> okay, well, you had the it's all theatrics, you know. <laughs> all well, ready to rumble did not count. It was a movie. Besides that, uh, WWE didn't do it. WCW did it this one time. Let's well, three, three cages of hell. I, I, I think it would be great right now. They have the opportunity to do it and make the cages better and safer. I think it would be great. Brooke, we know Mike's opinion at this point. What do you think? Was it safe up there? do the three cages of hell now like i i don't i don't see the allure of having another cage on top of a cage like i just i know it's higher more theatrics but like i just i i don't i don't think it would be a big draw it's cool looking but i think it would get boring quickly look at blood and guts and then add two more cages remember how everybody shit all over blood and guts well they're gonna shit all over that okay. you know, too take it take away elimination chamber at this match you have six or seven people, however fucking many people they have on there. And and this match had title on the very top. You think it would not work today? I think yeah, people would watch it, but uh, I don't know. Mm. How about let's book it? Let's just see what happens. <laughs> right? They they you, hung right? the they hung the money in the banks oh twenty feet above. This is some double J building. This was gonna happen. You're right. MJF's no, belt's gonna be dangling eight. from the top and fucking. Yeah. Double J is going to ride out there in the sunset with his guitar. That's it. That's all that matters. The exact Double same J. match, and that'll be his uh, swan song. Devin, does this match call, seem... I need to call Tony Khan, not Triple H. That's Devin, does this match seem too complicated at times? Uh, it was definitely confusing to me. Like I wasn't sure like what really the stages meant. And there was a referee <laughs> in the first set of cases. He said the, the second one was what, like a death match or whatever? Yeah, but like, what does that mean? The guitar room. The guitar room. I, I yeah, didn't get to that, but that made me laugh more than anything. I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> so you thought it was complicated, Devin? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely a little more confusing than other matches we've seen. So, James, while Mike's got getting Tony Khan on the phone, right. um, yeah. so the, there is serving tray over the head to DDP. Did you think the weapons, did you Fucking think they were real? Shatters. Did you think they were really laying it in or were they just heavily gimmicked? Ah, uh, that had to be sugar glass on that thing. But man, it just fucking broke up. Awesome. I thought it was sweet. I even put in here. Uh, where's it at? Uh, whatever shattered on DDP's head, Cage Two was badass. And then he uh did the blind points thing. And you know Jeff was grabbing something else. He did that. You know, I thought it was funny. I thought it was cool. So, so um, I guess he already spoke to Tony Khan. But Brooke, at this point, WCW is absolutely in the toilet. Okay. Is it because of creative? Is it because of poor management? Is, is, is it because of the competitors? What is the reason that things are so it, bad? I think going back, I think it was the say start with the NWO. Um, when it kind of got diluted, they didn't know where to go with that. I think once the NWO storyline wasn't hot and WWE's like, well, we're creating new storylines. What are you guys doing? I think that's what killed it, to be honest. Like, I mean, yeah, Hogan's your biggest star, but they didn't build a company around anybody else but Hogan and NWO. And I mean, yeah, it was cool, 
for a year and a half, but yeah, you got to look in the future. And I think that's what was the downslope of it. So it's you don't funny to say this start. when Kidman it, and Hogan were fighting. On this. Had the initials uh, BR kind of came in there. It started going downhill. So VR, I'm tell you right now, bro, if they trusted him, this the whole WCW company. I, I think it's TNT, it. man. I really think it's the company TNT is what really killed it. I'll tell you, I, I know what you're saying, Mike, but I'll tell you some really positive thing about Vince Russo right now. Freaking guy's not afraid to take a chance and try new shit every single week. And if every idea you have is successful, you're not trying enough. And that guy has proven it. He said uh, it on. He said it on. Shh. He said it on. He said it on ringside or not ringside. I'm sorry. Reffing it up the other day. He said, "I would rather fail every week than give you the same regurgitated bullshit, bro." <laughs> bro, bro, bro. And give it to him. I the guy tries. I agree. I give Ventruso credit for what he did. Good. I have my. I have feelings about him. We won't discuss here. So, I, if oh, I could I, point I, out I'm about Vin- with you right now, <laughs> I want to jump in this too because I'm with you, Brad. Because I watched this entire pay per view. There is there is not one not veteran versus another veteran on this show, unless you consider Jeff Jarrett versus DDP. The other matches, it's like it's Kurt Henning versus a young guy. It's like it's literally Hogan all and Kidman. Hogan and Kidman, it's literally all these veterans versus these new breed talent. And Hogan are, and Bischoff get arguing, you know? Yeah, but it's but Horace but Hogan's right next to Hulk Hogan trying but, to make him a star. The I, whole I, Vince yeah. Russo era was trying to pre- – well, this this certain pay-per-view was trying to prepare for the next era of WCW. He yeah. just didn't have and a control of the wrestlers. He didn't have any faith in them. Where'd it go? It was already in the toilet because of him. Yeah. Where'd it go? He freaking but, was trying to bring no. it back. They gave him a three-week break. Man, we are away. Make it better today. Make it better today, Mike. Reel it on in. Reel it on in. Look, I'm telling you. Say the fucking WCW downfall episode. I, I don't think I've ever been a more Vince. Because of the show I heard the other day, I'm more of a Vince Russo fan than I've ever been. I've never heard more honesty in my life. He said, how easy was what? it? Create, how easy was it for you to create a show where 7 million people watch? You know what he said? Easy. He said easy. He said anybody could do it. You listen to the fans. You get what they want. You see all the advertisers yeah. on the ring mat during this match? That's so one thing I Judy Bagwell on the fucking ball? Western we're talking about Judy Bagwell on the ball. We're talking about, about this match. Reel it in. Reel it in. This is in the Vince Russo discussion. We're talking Diamond Dallas Page versus Jeff Jarrett versus <laughs> David Arkell from Slavery 2000. Where this guy's at? Anyway, Brooke, what I was saying. I have respect for All right, I'll bring it back. Why are you on the episode? I have respect for him. He's in bed. He goes to bed early. So it it sure as hell isn't the effort in this match that brought WCW down is what I was getting at. So both men are down now while Arquette uh, is jawing from the ground. I don't know what, what what was even going on at this point. Now Arquette's climbing up, sneaking around to the top. Mike Awesome comes into this. Who? What the hell is he doing here, Devin? He's part of that new blood team with Vince Russo and Eric Bischoff and Billy Kidman and Sean Stasiak and all the new talent that I was kind of just talking about a second ago. David Arquette on the top of the guitar room. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why that makes me so happy. (laughs) (laughs) Dallas Page and Jarrett coming up after the bell. Jarrett misses. 
then everybody's missing at the guitar shops. DDP hands um, hands Arquette to the, the guitar to Arquette. A lot of laying around up here. Arquette just standing up there at the top doing absolutely nothing. And then Arquette hits DDP with the guitar. Full heel turn. J Double A J, J does the same. Not was it? Were you surprised at all about this, Brooke? No, no. Remember like it, or like, would you? Were you surprised? What were you seven at the time? I was, I was ten. I was okay. ten. I didn't. I didn't watch the pay per view. We, we didn't get pay per views growing up, but like, I, I just I remember. I um, heard that. I heard that too. <laughs> could, could sell out that fifty for David Arquette, but no. Uh, <laughs> looking back, nah, it fit in the story. Like Arquette, he's. I could see him as a good heel if he decided wrestling was his calling. He'd be a good little heel. I think it was the best part of the match. Yeah. I, I really do because I, yeah. Hell yeah. And it was set up like he had times to kind of face, but he never really did. And then right at the end, like, then it made sense of why he didn't, like, help DDP more was because he was waiting on that turn, you know? Yeah. So Double J, Double J and Arquette embrace. Double J grabs the title. For some reason, Canyon's there. Gets thrown all the way the fuck off. Oh, dude, you're Go missing ahead, the line of the night. Go ahead. For a boy, Tony. When Arquette or when uh, Double J grabs the belt and then him and Arquette like hug and like celebrate at the top, it's the ultimate swerve, forty-two feet in the air. And that oh, was Shivani, our boy, our boy. The ultimate we swerve were... with you, bro. But you but know, then we like, were really desperately out of time. We were desperately out of time. They went off the air. Didn't you think they went off early, James? I thought Chris Canyon fucking broke his back. I think he missed the uh, crash pad because if you look, he thuds pretty hard. And, like, the part that his upper half is on is, like, stiff, flat. And his lower half is on, like, a, something that dents in. So, it kind of looks like he didn't make it all the way. I thought he was – because then Tony's like, oh, my God, he's broke his back. And then somebody else, uh, one of the other announcers, is like, oh, are you happy now, Russo and Bischoff? Are you happy now? And I was like, what? Going off the air. And they did, like, boom. No, I just went off the air. Like, that's what I mean. Like, I feel like yeah. everything was still – it almost went off the air like a nitro. Yeah, nothing was settled for sure. Yeah. Wow. Like um, they brought out all these people, but settled nothing. So I got a question here from the only one asked questions this week was Mike Bober. I mean, maybe I didn't uh, put the questions out soon enough. And it is a it is a doozy because he is completely wrong, as always, from somebody from Pittsburgh. Was it painfully obvious to you guys that once David Arquette was announced to be in this match, he was gonna win? I thought I he was an asshole. You never I know, though. Oh, yeah, I mean, it seems like he, he would win that. for sure. But it wasn't painfully obvious. He didn't win. I wouldn't say painfully obvious, no. But he thinks he won. That's my guess from this from this message, right? Yeah. Oh, you calling him out on his, uh, you know? Oh, Brad, I thought you meant the, the Thunder match. Well, that's not oh, what Oh, 94, 95. Is this what you're doing right now? Are you retaliating? <laughs> I'm going to be tagged in Twitter at hey, 9 it's your show, but if you Thursday fuck up morning. on our fuck up, you fucked up. <laughs> you know? Yeah, 9.15 Thursday morning. I'm going to be tagged on Twitter in this one for sure. And then a follow-up um, to at James Elkari. That's me. Who do you think has had the better wrestling career, David Arquette or Katie Arquette? This is a Homer question if I've ever seen one. <laughs> well, I would say, although David Arquette became champion, he is credited for a lot of the downfall of the WCW brand and thus wrestling as a whole because it went back to a monopoly with Vince McMahon. But I will say that although, you know, she hasn't held, let's say, the second in the world, you know, championship, 
Kate Arcan has had quite a stellar career. I know I've seen her with IWC, and I've also seen her on other shows and other promotions, and she's done well touring. Why are you so ready for this? Oh. I, I know exactly why he asked that. That is a Homer question, big time. Uh, everybody, watch their language. He, they're, they're fans of Katie Arquette in the Yen's Nation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, I got one. Somebody want to say hi real quick? Say hi. Hey. Hey. It's hi there, sweetheart. Say hi. You're everybody. on air. Make it count. Say hi, everybody. Hi. Okay. You ready to go to bed? Yeah. Go to bed. Yeah. Hi, I'm good. Good job, Mike. Watch my language. Hey, it's a holiday season, Brad. Holiday season. Ho, ho, ho. Anyway, <laughs> great match. Great choice, Brooke. Thank you. Thank you. Back Thought to you, James. Yeah, back to you, James. Fucking A. Well, <laughs> let's see where we're at. <laughs> I think we're at Brooke's segment. I think we are at Brooke's segment. Oh. Brooke. Ooh. <laughs> you know, uh, exciting two matches you picked for us today. Thank you. And now we get to, I guess, just put you right on the spot with, uh, you know, whatever uh, your little, uh, you know, segment time is. So, hey, Brooke, take it away. Cheer I'll tell show. you what. I'll tell a story from what happened at the Shivani's this weekend. Yes. Um, well, insider dirt. Um, not really. No, the big story is, uh, okay, so we're, we're done with Wrestle K. Tony's packing up the money. He's packing up everything. We load everything in the SUV. Tony's picture money? Yeah, his picture money. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Some good stuff. Um, and so he loaded up everything, his books, fashion figures in the back of the SUV. He thinks he shuts the, the back door. So we're all loaded in. We're on the highway. All of a sudden, I feel a breeze hit me, and I'm like... Nice here and then like Patrick's like oh the door is open I just scream like stop stop the car the whole back door of the SUV his backpack would had money iPad credit cards everything he owns AEW secrets flew out of the, the SUV onto the highway so Tony's like well let me check to see what happened he pulls over he's like yeah all right backpack's gone everything that he owned was in that backpack so we're like, well, it just opened. It can't be too far away. So we all get out of the car. And Patrick, the hero of the day, runs down, goes in the highway, grabs a backpack, escapes cars, saves the day, saved Tony's backpack. And Tony was just so nonchalant about like, ah, my backpack's gone. We're just like, <laughs> your money, your money's in there credit card blah 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 he's just like eh, it's gone he's like i'll just get new stuff and i'm just like <laughs> well some stuff you can't replace um, like exhausted right. from the whole thing i'm like i'm too tired he's like, I'm just <laughs> yeah well, gone forever just, <laughs> patrick was like jumping up we're all jumping for joy and at that moment even though tony gives patrick a hard time he's like thank you son and that's how they <laughs> they mended fences and now patrick is tony's favorite he's probably more love than I am right now in the Shivani household. But that was the big oh, story yeah. was a backpack flying out of the SUV. That was funny. I want to know who didn't shut the door right. <laughs> you know, at the time when he was packing, um, this lady pulls up, starts talking to him, and he was doing his celebrity thing, and he wasn't paying attention. I'm like, I'm watching him like... But it doesn't have the button? I don't... No, I don't think that so. That rich motherfucker with his he new clothes and has a button to make it like. Yeah, and it's just, yeah. just Brad knows how he sells them. There's a button. 
There's alarm on it. Oh, great story, bro. We hate it, That was awesome. I love that was good out of Tony Schiavone, man. I really like that dude. Is awesome. Oh, he's amazing. Means a lot. James, that is great. What's next? Oh boy. Well, speaking of being a well, just speaking of aging beyond our years, I guess I'll say that. I guess it's time for my segment. It is not the spirit of Taco Bell. That was just. Give it. I know, right? I, I, okay, I can do this. You know what's happened? There was a food court next to our place at work. It used to have a Taco Bell. We always go get the five dollar lunch, and they closed down. So now we got to spend a bunch of money on every fucking thing else there. Charlie's is there. You ever ate at Charlie's? A little Philly place. Nine dollars for a small. Fuck out of my face with that. I mean, come on now. Nah, not happening. But yeah, that's the spirit of uh, Taco Bell. But no, uh, actually, give me one quick second. Oh. Oh. Well, like downtime. What is Charlie's? No, 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 no. Have you guys ever had Charlie's? See, the spirit of aging is, you know, it's all about, you know, making a comeback. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that being said, glad to see my boy back on TV. You know, when this yeah. airs, uh, it'll be old hat. But hey, your boy Cowboy Shit is back on TV. So I just wanted to make that known. Reason I wore the shirt. Wore the shirt after he got injured. And uh, didn't have to have that many episodes till he came back. So shout out to him. But yeah. Here's uh, the spirit of uh, being 37 since uh, my birthday happened. Yay! Um, yeah. Hell yeah. So I got a notice in the mail from uh, my landlords that they were going to be over in like a couple days. So uh, to fuck around with our ACs, change the filters and maintenance and all that stuff. All right, that's cool. So I had some a uh, little bit of <laughs> you know cardboard piling up in the living room. Had to get rid of it. So I dragged the box full of boxes out to my dumpster, go to lift it into the dumpster. I guess I use a little bad form in this lift, which usually I'm good at the form part of it because I'm never like fucked around with any sore muscles or pull muscles or nothing. But I guess I fucked up on this one. You know, didn't think nothing of it. Woke up the next day. Really can't move my back that well. It's a hell to sleep. It hurts like a motherfucker. It's hard to bend. It's hard to walk. And I'm on my feet like 90% of my job. So yeah, you got old age, pulled muscle in my back, <laughs> you know? Then get a uh, notice when they were here doing the maintenance. Oh, hey, by the way, your rent is raising, which they told me it was going to raise in December. So, yeah, like, hey, just remember your rent raises in December. So, hey, happy holidays, James. You know, <laughs> go Christmas, go December. Uh, give me more money for the fucking holidays, I guess is what my landlord thinks. So, yeah, my rent raised. So, pull the muscle in my back. My rent raised. Happy holidays, yo. Christmas time is the fucking happiest time of year. So why not raise rent? You know what I'm saying? Why not? Fuck gifts that you need to buy. Fuck all that stuff. Hey. We hear those sleigh bells ringling at the register. Ching, ching, chingling. Give me your money. So, yeah. Happy 37. Old as fuck. Finally injured. And uh, about to be homeless, I guess. Not really. I have enough money to pay rent. But, yeah. No presents. That is the spirit of Taco Bell. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We don't. So, hey, uh, and they get enchiladas right now. Right well, I'm gonna them. need Taco Bell for the five dollar meals because my goddamn ring just went up. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? I get it. <laughs> so yeah, that being said, sometimes I may feel alone or deserted, 
So, Brad, <laughs> what is uh, oh, what's next Brooke, on here? Brooke, honestly, normally, and, and it's probably eight out of 10, I do F Mary Kills here. And under no circumstances could I do that with you here. I just could not do it. And, and I, my wife and I, Brad. you know, that my wife and I. That is 100% true. Brad was adamant there is not going to be one. I, um, I told we you. We didn't push the subject, but Brad was like, we're not doing it. And when I was in Chicago, I told you, my wife and I, like, we've seen your posts on Facebook with you and your husband. We think you're really cute. We love you. And there was no way, there was no way I, I was doing that with you here. We can't like this. We can't sure. corrupt her. Now, now, we've had other ladies on here, but they wanted to play. I had a time I asked them. I wasn't even approaching you with the subject. Okay. So Thank here you. we are. Thank Plus, you. I didn't know Patrick was be out you. behind you anyway. I didn't know, like, Patrick, like, what's going on over there? <laughs> So I, I don't know if you by now. Hey, do give our best to Patrick, though. I know he's not on, but do give yeah, our best Yeah, he's, he's in bed right now. Like, literally. What bed is he in? Because he's not in that bed behind No, no, this is our guest bedroom. Okay. I was just curious. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> so, um, we're going to go ahead and play a game called uh, Brook Left. But Deserted gonna... us on that one. <laughs> we're gonna... oh, there you are. We're going to play a game called Deserted Island. And what this is, is the one thing you're allowed to bring to the deserted island with you. We played this before. Yeah. It's usually dirty. Again, we're not playing that way. Yeah. Uh, this we're is going to be wrestling Thanks, wrestling movies. Okay, since we're doing a wrestling theme match today, we went with wrestling movies. So you're allowed to bring one of these wrestling movies to the island with you and only one. Okay. So the five movies are okay. ready to rumble for what we just watched, of course. Nacho Libre starring Jack Black. Nacho, the wrestler. The wrestler is with the Mickey guy from Rourke. Nine and a Half Weeks, Mickey Rourke. <laughs> Mickey Rourke. <laughs> Had to make it somewhat dirty. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> no holes barred. Hulk Hogan and Zeus, and fighting with my family. The story of Paige. Uh, very, very, very different movies. Uh, we got comedy. We have uh, ridiculousness. We have drama. Brooke, what are you taking with you? I'm definitely doing The Wrestler. Yeah. That was such a good movie. Like, I still watch it. Like, does I felt like that was... Who does he remind you of in that? Mickey Rourke? Oh, oh God. I have my answer. Can you go first? I'm going to come back. There is somebody he reminds me of, but I'm just drawing a blank. Well, for right me, now. he reminds me of Bret Hart. Uh, I think he looks like Bret Hart in that. I know, I I know mean, Bret... You... you know, just that look, the hair, the, the, the face. Yeah. <laughs> He reminds me of like a Greg Valent, like the the Greg Valentine kind of look too. And um, God, there is somebody that he reminds me of. But like, I think the part where he's at the thing signing autographs and nobody's there. Yep. Virgil. When I go to events and I see people not getting anything signed, I feel bad for them, and I'll go up to them and be like, "I want your autograph," because of that. It just reminds me of that scene. It does remind me of that, but I don't know if that that part's hard for me. But the harder part is the deli. Mm. when he oh. uh, he just loses his shit you know yeah. and, and yeah. this whole thing with marissa tomei just protecting her and the way people treated her it's a movie for sure so anyway yeah. great answer great answer all right our young buck Devin. What i'm are we going doing? with uh with soraya's movie fighting with my family let me call her page please <laughs> <laughs> it's all right is it soraya 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 yeah yeah <laughs> So tell me, oh, it was kind of like a documentary of her life, wasn't it? Well, I thought it was really good. Um, me and Erica actually went and seen it in theaters. Uh, we own it on DVD now. It's I've seen it three or four times. I really like it. The Rock made it. Who's your favorite his, uh, character in the movie? 
Uh, the girl that actually plays Paige herself. I like her. The girl that the guy that plays Zachary, her brother, he's really good as well. You know, I like Vince Vaughn. I agree. That's my favorite. All right. Vince Vaughn's great in every movie, though. <laughs> well, because what it, but the part he was playing was the wrestler didn't quite make it. They got beat up every week and tried to talk her out of it and or her brother out of it. But anyway, excellent movies as well. I agree with you, Devin. All right, asshole. Talking to you, Whitaker. Look at the ceiling. Look at the no, lights. I feel like your no. ceiling's really high up. <laughs> yeah, asshole. I thought you were on the I'm going to go with... You see, uh, Brooke? I told you. I told you. <laughs> Man, leave my boy alone. Oh, please. I'm nice to James. I'm going to agree with Brooke and go with the rest of her. I, it's been on TV for the past couple weeks, and I watched it. Great movie. Just, it's, a, it's a great storytelling movie. It is. So, rest of it is for me. James? How can I help I do, you? Uh, I like uh, Nacho Libre, but it's not my choice. But the movie, it'll always have a special place in my heart because there's a. I went to see it with my friend Jesse, and there's a story involved with that. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you want to hear it? Yeah, because I'd love to tell it. So uh, we got blasted high. I'm talking like smoked a bunch oh, in the God parking dear. lot. You uh, right before this. This is because we live in a town with really like no theaters, so we had to go to a bigger city. I'm probably, I don't know, early 20s, I guess, whenever this movie came out, give or take. Maybe 19. Who knows? Yeah, we smoke in the parking lot, and we go inside, and they're like, hey, it's the last door on the left. And me and Jesse walk all the way to the last door on the left. And, uh, like, he puts his hand on the, you know, the, like, handle. And he's like, dude, I bet it's going to be fucking packed in there. And we're, like, way high. And it was like, oh. So he opens the door, walks in, and then he stops. I walk in behind him. Boom. Like, you know, walk into his back. And we look up, and it's a fucking janitor's closet. <laughs> <laughs> they thought it was the last door on the left. <laughs> He's like, I'm <laughs> back in here. <laughs> Walk in. And it's this narrow head. <laughs> it was packed. Uh, like, with you know, fucking buckets. great. <laughs> yeah. So we're dying laughing by the time we get to, like, the actual theater. We open the door, still busting up laughing. It is packed. Everybody looks at us. We had to like shimmy through people to get to our seats. Those two big guys. Like, oh, it was fucking hilarious. But uh, yeah. That being said, hmm. Zerted Island with one wrestling movie. And only these choices again. Ready to rumble. Nacho Libre. The wrestler. No holds barred. Fighting with my family. Uh, never seen fighting with my family. Yes. Come on, man. You I should. don't watch movies, you know, dude. I, I, it's been a, a long time since I've seen it. But there's, there, we're wrestling fans. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go. Uh, well, I mean, why be deserted on a regular island? We can be deserted on a no holds barred island. Oh, so it's got to be no holds barred. I want to watch Terry Bollea beat up Tiny Lister, and I'm going to get pumped up to like smash coconuts over my head or something. For the rest of your life on this deserted island. <laughs> I mean, y'all are pretty depressing ass ones. The dude kills himself. I, I haven't picked yet. Yeah, 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 thank, thank you. I'm still going with Next. the wrestler. I'm going with the wrestler. Hey, I love it. Next. I love the movie. I love it. Next. Okay. Next, you are uh, Wonka, Wonka, Wonka. What is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> what did I walk into? 
Ground control to Major Tom on this. So one. this is the point, uh, Brooke, where you have drunk Mike. <laughs> you can't quite understand what he's saying, but it's better than not hearing him at all, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> yeah. This isn't unusual. This is what happens. <laughs> okay, ready. Nice eyes. Is that your? Uh, is that all you got for a dessert island, bro? Yeah, that's all. Just kept it clean this week. I Thank like you. it. Thank you, Brad. Thank you. Thanks for uh, playing. Yeah. Brad, you know, that's why how much we like you, Brooke. I mean, it's your show. Brad changed it, you know, like, granted, F and K's, we got to kind of me, space them out anyway. I heard stuff on this show, and I was like, well. I'm sure you did. Oh, I have. <laughs> I've heard Coach say some stuff um, uh, that I don't, dare not repeat. Yeah. Boy, howdy. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, have a he'll probably listen to this episode. Have a weekend with him a couple times and my goodness. He, he could be two different people for sure. No, I think I'm, I'm a little it. like uh, you know, I can socialize and get out there. And there's sometimes I'm a coach, like you don't have to talk to everyone. Like you just <laughs> I, I just want to chill over here. I don't want to fuck with nobody. <laughs> I just want to chill right over here, have a couple beers and hang out. So, you know, hey, I, real, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say real quick, I told Tony the story of how Ed took an edible and he was just like wandering throughout the whole crowd and tony's like who gave him that edible and i joke and i said it's probably james so, <laughs> I, I took it back it might have been. so no but does tony know that that was not ed bought those there's a dispensary right down the no, road no, i told him i was like because patrick was like i think ed just wanted to experiment and take some and he yeah. was like Ed shouldn't be doing that he needs to go to a sensory room Man, don't say that shit to tony now he's gonna be like Hey, James. Hey. Well, he doesn't call me, but hypothetically, if he were to. <laughs> yeah. Hey, James, I heard what you did to Ed. Like, no, 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 right. no. Ed did that to himself. And we're leaving that part in the episode. Faux shadow. But oh, yeah. that person saved us a whole night of Top Guy Weekend from Ed. So I was sitting next to Ed that night, and he was about as smiley as it came. There's a picture of me with next to Ed that night that has been out there. I, um, hey, whatever, dude. Try to do your thing. <laughs> I don't care. It's legal. It's legal there. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. Great job. He didn't, he didn't want to go to the comedy show anyway. <laughs> That's true. That is true. He did say that. Made it clear. He told Evan. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. We're desperately out right. of time. <laughs> yeah, swinging we'll it back. Time. Reeling it in again. Reeling it in. I'm getting myself in trouble now. Devin, we have your demographic. Yeah, it's Devin. Hey, thanks, Devin Mike. Time. Hey. All right. So my I, Devin's I demographic. For my Devin's demographic this week, it really is. It's just to tell you guys that you should be watching AW Dark. I've been watching AW Dark and Dark Elevation for the past month now. And they're we just need to change your fucking thing to what TV shows Devin watching this week. <laughs> like that's what we need to have it. Like you took a little a little sprinkle of coaches, like maybe movie and TV time. Hey, and now it's dog. just like you guys. Hey, did you see the Mass Singer? Hey, did you see the hey, other reality hey. TV show? Hey, you guys watching AEW Dark? So it's what it's what my age demographic is liking. And right now, I feel like we're all liking AEW Dark. They have. Some really good rivalries between like Kip Sabian and Alex Reynolds right now. They have uh between the best friends, they've been feuding with uh, uh Arya Davari's team. Well, I think I think AW Dark's where you need to watch. 
Yeah, I'll just fit it into my schedule, Devin. So I got three hours of Raw Monday. I got two hours of NXT, two hours of Dynamite. I try to watch Impact, an hour of Rampage, and maybe a no. pay-per-view. Yeah, skip I'm, NXT. I'm already, I'm already uh, Skip all NXT and watch NWA. I'm not skipping NXT. NXT's and then you good. have a watch-along of a Survivor Series, yo. Great job by our friend James Elkari on that. Shout out. Thanks for coming, Devin. Yeah, I thought it was fun. Hey, I was there for the fuck back out. You were there for one match and one match. I was there for one match. How was the second half? The second half, my ass, bro. You were there for 20 minutes. I was there. You want to shout out after shows? Yeah, do that again sometime. Yeah, definitely. Well, thanks, Devin. We'll definitely so get what was your demographic? Check that like, out. what you we should watch dark, I guess. Yeah, watch uh, dark. It's on watch YouTube. Dark oh, watch what dark. Is There's Sammy Guevara on dark. Oh, oh, so, is the voice uh, coming out soon? Or what? <laughs> on uh, on our on AW it. Dark Elevation, it's uh, Ian Riccaboni who's now the commentator. So they have been doing a lot more Ring of Honor matches on there and putting mm-hmm. a more Ring of Honor centric feel on there. So I feel like honestly that if Ring of Honor can't get a TV deal. I could see one of the darks turn into it's a Ring of Honor. It's not Ring show. of Honor. It's AEW. Okay? <laughs> they could call it whatever they want. It's just like WCW when it was owned by WWE. It's AEW. If freaking Tony Khan wants to put Ring of Honor on TV, he's going to do it. Can't get a TV deal. This isn't owned by the, the former management ownership. This is he, this is freaking a billionaire. If he wants to put it on TV, he'll buy a station and put it on. Shane. That's what he said. Hey, what language is this? He said, This ain't Shane. This ain't Shane. This is me. (laughs) I own R O W. Like, like, what the fuck? Like, fuck you. All right, Mike Speakman. Under your mic. Oh, Mike Speakman is going to be a blast. (laughs) Oh, you ready for it? I don't, I don't know. know. We're ready. <laughs> Both of y'all are like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah. hey, uh, what better way to burn this mother down than with Mike's meat minute? So, uh, Mike, what you got? All right. So, I'm going to go with a quick, easy fix. Because, you know, I work till 4.30, 5 o'clock. I got kids that's in wrestling class i got pick up kids everything else what you want to do right now you go to wendy's 12 dollars 50 50 50 chicken nuggets for 12 dollars <laughs> there you go My i team. knew when this started with some backstory i was like this is not because normally oh, it's like Mike. you're gonna want to do this and do this, not Mike Dude. being like. But this is what I gotta do. These damn kids, I gotta go do this. <laughs> yeah, four thirty Eastern. If I'm going to <laughs> Wendy's, I'm getting a bacon. dollars, fifty dollars <laughs> chicken nuggets. Oh, oh, another fucking company that we're talking about that don't yeah. pay us shit. Oh shit, like the cold, refreshing that. taste of natural light. That's what we yeah, have for I've seen a while. Yeah, I've been drinking Coronas. Uh, Go to Wendy's, pay twelve dollars, get fifty chicken nuggets, and boom, there you go. Mike's fast food of the week. (laughs) That works, right? IPAs suck, Billy. (laughs) I just love that it disappears. It does disappear. I'm like, I wish the guy drinking it would too. Boom, roast. Oh, okay. A stone IPA. 
So is that uh, is that your Mike's Meat Minute? Go to fucking like Wendy's. <laughs> go, go to Wendy's, get twelve dollars, get fifty chicken nuggets. That doesn't sound like you know, right 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 huh? You'll be all right. All right. I, I had a list, but it'll be for next week. All right, cool. Still, Tony, I like him, and this is not a representation of who I am. <laughs> I've been in a good work for you. Yeah, he drugged Eddie and then invited me on his podcast. And fucking, you know, just, uh, <laughs> Can Can I tell you what? 50 chicken nuggets. And he gang sauces. I'm watching Brooke watch Mike right now. That's the oh, best man. part of this, yeah. <laughs> Um, I can say what I can think. What, anyways, um, and, and Brooke, Brooke, we're a top 100 wrestling podcast. You are. If you can believe, you can believe that. <laughs> so, real quick, I was telling Tony that I was going to be on your podcast, James. Well, everybody's podcast, and he was like, "Don't do that shit for free." Freaking guy. And I was just like, "What? what am I supposed to send James an invoice, like fifty dollars?" You know, for me to be honest, but he was like, "You don't do that for free. You ask for a price." And I'm like, "Okay." Dude, I'm on the bonus episode. He was like, "And I heard you're part of a podcast, a kickout crew." I was like, "Uh, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> so I don't. Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're we're being talked about by some of the best. Yeah, he knows about it. So awesome. Thanks, bro. Yeah, your uh, your check will be in the mail right after this right. because it's nineteen eighty seven. I guess. Or is it a coupon for fifty count chicken nuggets? Yeah, boom. Wendy, will be in touch with you. Thank you. I think, I think I tried to buy you and your husband a drink at Top Guy weekend, but I think you went to bed at nine thirty at night. Yeah, yeah. didn't quite work We're, out. So then I was up. I was up at ten o'clock to buy you breakfast. But you guys have already finished lunch by then. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for real. So you're they, not ran, they ran a half marathon by, uh, you know. All right. Fucking, yeah, definitely. They were already the done. Kurt Angle started Saturday morning. They had already done. I had already done 13 like, months. Something about they were on Cutie Adventures of some yeah, sort. Yeah, that was. Well, that's. All right. Yeah, I, well, I, I, read all right so, I read it. Team's cutie. <laughs> I read it. I know. That's what happens when you get married. Get ready for that, James. Devin is married in like a year. God, if he was part of Cutie Adventures, I would pay to see it. <laughs> I don't know what that is. But... Like three years now. So that's what uh, Brooke and her husband, Patrick, they call their, their adventures, Cutie Adventures. They go running, they go on planes, they do all kind of stuff. They, they visit dog uh, restaurants. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I go to I pay attention. Thank you, Brad. Like, I, <laughs> you're my number one fan now. I am because I love it. I think you guys. Russell are, uh, VIP. A couple. I'm glad no, you found no. it. No, no. We're going to the cat shelter. You know, down the yeah. block. Hey, we do have a uh, cat bar. I guess is what it's called here. I don't think you it's want, the same meaning. <laughs> <ahead, laughs> um, it's you walk in and you just hang out with a bunch of cats. Me too, James. What kind of cat? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's cats. A bunch of cats. Like it's yeah. cat cats. Like a cat. Fuck. Like don't 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 the promote cat just, that. The cat you can't say the other word. <laughs> but anyway, no, James, back to you. Cat, a cat bar. You go in there and you have. Oh, here's Mike's big announcement because that's what it's Mike's big announcement. I saw oh. it. <laughs> this is gonna be good. Big announcement. So. With permission from RJ, RJ. Mm-hmm. you know, we are going to take over the 
bribery rant. And what we're, what we're going to do is we're going to take a rivalry or two rivalries every week, watch one match, two matches, whatever. We'll figure it out. It's in the works, but we're going to take the rivalry rant from ringside rant and make it into something. <laughs> So just to help out, just to help out Mike here a little bit, um, Ringside Rant, Ringside Rant had a rivalry thing where they, um, they, they put it out to the fans. What do you think your favorite rivalries are? Like Stone Cold versus The Rock, or uh, Dusty versus Ric Flair. Uh, my favorite was um, Raven versus uh, Tommy Tommy Dreamer, which didn't make anything. But anyway, so we're gonna do a top twenty. Precious there's no sunshine. And... There's no precious. So it's going to be something like um, a, 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 we're going to do a match from each rivalry a week. So there'll be two a week from two different rivalries. We're not going to do it next week. We're going to put it to the fans. Uh, we got permission from RJ, Ringside Rant. Just another way for us to keep a theme going is really what the idea is. Did that help? Yeah, yeah I totally understand it now. I was not ready for it. As a fan, you haven't shut up about it all week, Mike. If you're a fan, (laughs) how do you submit your rivalry? So, um, we're gonna we're gonna have Mike when he um feels better tomorrow, put it out on Twitter, and we're gonna start getting it that way. Yeah, we'll ask you guys, fans. Whichever ones get the most votes, probably like tinker up the list. I think we're gonna what we're talking about, Mike. Um, was just getting them in here, and then us deciding what we think is the best. Yes. So we want you, you fans. Because it's our show. Your favorite I guess so. Hey, show. fans, what is your favorite robbery? Cool. Shit. These are ours. We're going to pick from theirs. We're going to pick from theirs, James. Whatever your favorite robbery is, you let us know. Message on Twitter, wherever you can find us. Um, Devin has it on Instagram and TikTok and Snapchat and Instagram. All right, and uh, this is what we call off the rails. So, uh, yeah, we will definitely. uh, If if you message us, Tyler will definitely get back to you. (laughs) 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 I took Tyler's place. Oh, you didn't take Tyler's place. I'm good with that. I I, I don't even like Tyler's mom anymore. I I, I don't even know Tyler. You hired Tyler. Anyway, back to you, James. Please, please, back to you, James. Yeah, so this is what's going to happen. You will see more details of that uh, being posted. But we're going to get everybody's feedback on some great rivalries. Probably cover a match from each one and, you know, like, uh, see by the end of it, see what happens, you know. So that being said, it looks like, well, Hmm. it may be about that time. The tape machines are rolling, (laughs) you know. But, yeah, I guess next week is? We're doing tag team um, titles. We're going to go AEW championship, tag team championship. Nice. Boy, I threw that out there, huh? Yeah, we got to find those on freaking find those on freaking YouTube, Mike. Uh, we don't know the matches yet, but you'll know them. Put them out on Twitter. You know, already, yeah. by, the time, by the time you hear this, it'll already be out there. I didn't know right, I feel like we say that every episode. I, feel, I start talking, James, and I'm like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> So by the time this episode comes out, tag team champions of the world. Thank you. Yep. (laughs) Exactly. 
Exactly. I'm going for it, dude. Y'all. Right. Well, hey, we didn't I'm know. Done. I'm done. Thank okay. God. I'm going to eat my 50 piece of chicken. Just nugget. say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to say oh, goodbye yeah. and go eat my 50 piece of chicken nuggets. Okay. okay. Have fun with those chicken nuggets. Mike at 1028. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. You might as well uh, go out in the blaze of glory. Yeah. <laughs> w peace. Okay. okay. You can reach him at uh you know was it Whitaker ten twenty eight on Twitter? Oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's Whitaker ten twenty eight. Hit me up on Twitter. Give me your uh Mike's meat minute. If not, then you're gonna eat what I give you. Oh. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. Brooke, the glasses are off. That's never a good time. Oh man. He's all right. This is the He's end. All right. Yeah, yeah that's coming. uh that's Mike. Uh you know. <laughs> <laughs> you can send your uh, recipes to him. That's what he was trying to get to. Uh I am James L. Cori. That is at James L. Cori. It's easy. Keep it simple. I don't have uh gimmicks like these other fools. Because I'm genuinely me. Oh I'm nice according to some, you know. Oh, like, oh, uh, assholes I do this. this uh, an angel. Oh, Welcome what? back, Hangman Page, once again. Yeah, thank you, Brooke, for that. And if you look at what happened when, there's a T-shirt called ULI. That's a good uh, cross-promotion. Yeah, well, you can reach us at Kickout Crew. You know, Devin, don't want to confuse people. It is at Kickout Crew on Twitter. <clears throat> we have a YouTube page where uh, we host full episodes, and if Tyler would ever fuck, cut some clips, we'd have some clips, too, because – we're pretty funny, yeah. but uh, you know that's enough about me rambling. I'm uh, I'm gonna send it to Devin next because he's uh you know up on the screen. I am Devin Dowling at Devin D19. Like James said, follow the the Kickout Crew uh, page itself on Twitter at Kickout Crew. Then on Instagram and TikTok, we are at Kickout Crew Podcast. Just check us out wherever, guys. This is another fun episode this week. Nice to meet you, bro. It's very nice to meet you. Oh. You're hey, an angel, hey. too. Oh, thanks. Uh, <laughs> see, building community, building families. That's what happens on your show. On your show, we all come together. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, Brad, I guess, yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> so, Brad. Let's yeah. get back to normal here. Yeah. I am, uh, I am at Brad, and my, apparently my gimmick name is Brad at Yes Man Brad on Twitter. Uh, Brooke, I want to thank you so much for coming on. This was a real pleasure. Okay. Like I said, big fan of you and your husband. think you guys are great. So, hope to have you back, okay? Oh, and, uh, it's awesome show we're having back. I mean, it's your show. We'd love to have you back. It's your show. And speaking no, of you, hey, Brooke, you know, it's you're the show. main event here. So uh, tell the people how they can reach you, follow you, do whatever, you know, uh, promote well, uh, shit, you know what I'm saying? I, my Twitter name is at BurtBalkham4. If you message me, I will not reach back to you because I had to activate, reactivate my Twitter after six years for this show. So I probably will not reach back. <laughs> you can try to send me a message or a DM. She but... follows one person or one group and one group follows her. That is us. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, uh, promote like anything you want to promote yeah. or like talk about what you're doing, things coming up, you know, causes that you like, you know, anything like that. Well, the only thing I have coming up is I got a half marathon I'm training for. So wish awesome. me luck that I don't die in that. And um, Good luck. I'm you run yeah, one every you. Saturday. <laughs> a little 5K. It's at least two every other week. <laughs> For real. 
I know. Um, I like every one of them. You do. I noticed. I noticed who likes my stuff. I do like your stuff, Mike. I don't see likes. Okay, I got beef with you. That's the meat minute right there. I get no likes. What's going on? Um, I like you. I don't know. Mike's, okay, Mike's, we're Mike's a problem. Mike's but a problem. no, um, thanks guys oh, for having me on. I was really nervous to do this. I thought I would talk your ears off, and I had a lot of fun actually. No, don't worry. Thanks Amy so does much. that for all of us. Amy's the one that talks <laughs> everybody's ear off. You're not a problem. Amy's the problem. Well, our show with Amy was three hours and ten minutes long, and she didn't even finish it. Oh. Yeah, she's she's an issue. I don't know if you know that, but she is. <laughs> But no, no y'all are great. Uh, y'all are gonna do big things. I will. Hey, at the next Russell Cade, I'll have a booth for you guys. All right, awesome. we'll, we'll make it happen. That was we'll a great picture podcast. of you. Great picture of you, by the way, with that in that booth. That was awesome. <laughs> well, we want to thank you for joining because uh, you know you're big time. You know the WHW fame, like you're real famous now, especially being photoshopped in that thing with uh, you and Patrick. I thought that was really awesome. Oh my god, that made my year. <laughs> I was just mad that I wasn't holding bug. But it's okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Oh, by uh, the way, Adam underscore at Bama, right? Adam underscore from underscore Bama. He's being a dad right now. We can't hate him for that. You know what I'm nah. saying? But he could tell us before today. Hey, well, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they make those schedules months in advance where he'd be able to let us know. I don't know. Crazy. Adam is a Adam is a today kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. We want to thank Brooke for joining us. You're one of my favorite people. I'm glad. I've been trying to get you on for God knows how long. All right. Well, first uh, off, there's no trying. We're not st- we were not stopping it. <laughs> whatever the case may be. <laughs> but yeah, I'm glad you're able to join us today. Thank I really you. had a great time. Hope everybody else did too. And you know, uh, that brings me uh like there are times where everything's peachy keen, like right now. We're rolling, you know, having good times. But if anything were to ever get you down. And you think that the world just ain't, you know, having your back and things just get too tough. Well, they never are too tough. You know why? Because we kick out it too. All of us. Because that's what we do. That's what y'all do. Because, you know, we're the kickout crew and it's your show. So, you know, tell us what you want. If you, if you need an ear, that's why we're here. We're the kickout crew. So I want to thank uh, Brooke. Thank everybody for listening. And, uh, hey, have a great fucking week. You know what I'm saying? See you next week. Hey. Bye. Bye.